bro, you live with your mom, you make 10 k a year, yep. and you're a bum and you play video games and smoke weed every day. No chick is going to take you serious. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to become as a man. You got to create your value before she's going to come. Like, if you build it, they will come. So it comes on both sides. A lot of women feel that they're entitled to a high-value man just because they're a woman. And then a lot of dudes think they're entitled to a bad chick that's submissive. And the thing is, is that both genders need to work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But what I will say is that on the female side, unfortunately, women are told a lot of the time they don't have to work. Yes. You, the man should accept you for how you are. You know, if it's funny because like if woman is rude, crass, fat, whatever it may be, oh, he's insecure. Oh, he's toxic. Oh, he can't handle a strong, independent woman. But if you're a man and you're a fat and a loser, you're a bum, you're, you know, you're, you're not successful. People will shame you, whatever it may be. Yo, what's good, everybody? And this week's episode is brought to you guys by Skillshare. Guys, you know that Skillshare are our amazing partners. They are a one-of-a-kind online learning community where you can learn all types of amazing creative entrepreneurial and design skills. If you have not and got on Skillshare, go ahead and sign up for Skillshare immediately, guys. They have so many amazing courses like the Finding Your Purpose course. And as always, if you want to build up more skills, I highly advise you guys hop on the video editing. I don't know how many times I need to say it. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates and get yourself Skillshare for free. Yes, guys, I've said it so many times. It is free. You do not have to pay any money. There's no excuse to not level up financially, not level up creatively. So go to Skillshare.com slash roommates. Thank us later, and let's get to this week's episode. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. We are back, 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 back. And this place looks kind of familiar, Chris. I know. It feels like my second home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Guys, you already know what time of day it is. We are back in my second home. Yes. Miami, Florida. I love Miami so much. Shout out Miami. Shout out Dania Beach, Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale, the entire surrounding areas. A lot of good memories. A lot of good... That we're going to keep here. You would have a lot of good memories, huh, Chris? Hey, I had a lot of good <laughs> memories. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a lot of fun. All right, fun. calm down, calm okay, down. Okay, we won't, we won't <laughs> save it. Save it Save it for the Patreon. Save it, please. <laughs> so, guys, we had to bring in some new friends, some new roommates. These people are blowing up, Chris. Yes. And I'm not going to lie, they're a little bit different than I remember them to be. Why you say that? Because, Chris, when we first came to Miami... Mm-hmm. This year, yes. No, the second time we came this year, mm-hmm. we told them, "Let's you know, let's link up and get on the show." Yeah, they were like, "Hey, we'll pick you up from the airport." Ah, and I was like, "Oh man, you know, no, thank you," because you know we we're had good. other things for to take care of. 100%. But I was, I was appreciative. Yeah, and almost every time they've always said, "We'll get you from the airport." Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometime they hit two hundred thousand subscribers. Things change. And things change. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, right now <laughs> these guys hey man yo y'all wanna you need anything from the airport you guys want an uber but nah man we got it nah man we got it hey uh you guys sure you don't want to eat no we got it you haven't eaten in three days oh no we got it you know man. what i'm saying we, we're good you know i have never heard so many no's <laughs> to think good stuff ever when he, he was like oh yeah we land at one I wanted to offer it. I was like, nah, he's going to deny me again. Anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, yo, you guys need help with the equipment. We got a bunch of stuff here. I mean, I don't know if I got pre-recorded <laughs> stuff, but let's do it anyway. Now nah, it's good. We got it. Like, the, I'm like. The one time. Yeah. The one time the we one didn't thing. ask. 
Zoo tells uh, me no a million times. Oh man, oh. I'm just I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just oh, kidding. These are God. some of the most generous people. Yes. They're some great guys, and we're gonna have a lot of fun today. Please welcome to the podcast the one and only Fresh and Free. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey. What's good, what man? What up, what up, up guys? guys. Yes, Thank sir. you guys so much for being here. Thanks, Thank you man. for having us, man. Yeah, man, it's uh Thursday on on in Miami. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's yeah, the it's time sure. to party right now. Yeah, you always down to party. Oh yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, no, I mean, I'm glad to have you guys back, man. Obviously, you guys, you know, when we first got into this, like we were, looked at you guys a lot, like, oh man, we gotta, you know, they they got the winning formula. Yeah, let's do it, and then. We started to like do all this ra- raunchy stuff, and I was like, "Oh man, damn!" And actually, we're known as the more raunchy roommates. I feel like, yeah, yeah, I feel like, like I'm oh, you're like evil twin right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Mario and Luigi and Waluigi and Wario. That was great. Oh, man, that was great. Oh, man, great. Like, the evil side. Oh, man. The darkness. Man, listen, listen, man. And, you know, there's always there's always space for everybody, man. And I'm glad that you guys are here. There's a lot we're going to talk about. For the people who don't know who you guys are, who have been sleeping underneath a rock, can you give us a bit of an elevator pitch synopsis about who you are and what Fresh and Fit is all about? Sure. So Fresh and Fit, man, is a place where guys can come to and learn about women, dating, finance, fitness, social media, everything in between. Because in this part, current marketplace, a lot of guys don't know what to do when it comes to dating or, for example, how to level up in life. And I feel like a lot of guys, if they knew the blueprint, they would do it. And there's no fathers in homes now. There's no like guidance or direction, only like social media, you know, rap videos. So we kind of bring that place where guys can come to and develop themselves as a person. Yeah, man. I mean, dudes need help, bro. Like, yeah. it's crazy out here. Yeah. It's tough out here. And it's, uh, yeah. we just give it to them like, 100% no BS, you know, because the thing is this, like society lies to men and lies to women. The difference is, is that when you don't know the truth as a man, there's serious consequences to that. Mm-hmm. You know, we did a show yesterday where I always say like women kind of get the privilege of living in a Disney fairy tale, mm. whereas like men, you don't get that privilege. Like if you tell a lion, right? Hey, man, you need to you, you could just dream of eating the gazelle. It's OK. <laughs> no big deal. You're going to be able to find it. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You're going to be able to eat well. Like just. It's going to happen. Your soulmate is out there, right? Like yeah. they tell guys. Mm-hmm. That ain't going to work, bro. You got to yeah. get out there and like hunt at night. You got to stalk the prey. <laughs> yeah. You got to be hiding in the grass and shit. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like you got to actually know what you're doing because men live in a fact-based reality. We don't get the privilege of having a Disney fairy tale, you know? Okay. Women can do that because they're the ones that are getting pursued. But with us, you got to know what you're doing. Otherwise, you're going to take an L. And when you lie to men, there's serious consequences to that man's life like taking a huge hit with happiness you know you got to be honest with men and we have two segments we have a daytime show it's like more mainly fitness finance and like you know real, real life stuff and then late night show with some girls mm-hmm. bringing celebrities youtubers you know athletes talk mm-hmm. about dating and their point of views I love it. I love it, man. That was good. That was a good little intro. Very polite. We'll get we'll get the good stuff so yeah so I'm curious to how we got here. You know, we'll we'll mm. get to you know the fitness stuff. We'll get to red pill. We'll get to all the good stuff that people want to hear. But I'm curious to how you two got here. So, you know, f- fresh, Myron, whoever wants to start, just give us a, a a general background of let's say who you were at 16 and kind of generally speaking, how did you become the man that you were today? Cool. Yeah. Don't go you, first. No, you go first. Well, actually. Uh, 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, that was, that was loose. Okay. It is the same thing every single time. <laughs> but yeah, man, for me, um, I'm from Barbados, so I'm a small island kid here in, uh, in Miami. And for, for the most part, uh, I feel like when I was 16 years old, I was always like coddled by my, my parents, my family. You know, I Both kinda, parents? No, my dad wasn't there. Okay, my mom was there. Okay, but cool. my granddad was kind of there for me. He stepped in for me. Okay. Cool. Um, so whatever I wanted, I got. So I wanted a nice sports car. I got a sports car. You know, went to the best schools. You know, had a very good lifestyle. So I never really wanted for anything. But I was always curious about, you know, what's on the outside. So it's a small island. Everyone knows each other. And I did pretty much everything you could do on the island. The parties, the jet skiing, the, the uh, safaris, everything you could do on the island, right? Comes, when it comes to dating, I kind of was like the top dog because everyone knew my family, knew who I was. So I never had to really fight for girls. However, <clears throat> coming to America now, it's kind of like, yo, I'm a nobody here. When did you come to America? Uh, this was like six years ago. Okay, so yeah. you were how old? I was like 22. That was okay. like 2014. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So 2014. You came yeah. on a banana boat, actually. Yeah, banana <laughs> boat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell me that part? Like, Man, you came on a banana boat? You know what? <laughs> I hate bananas. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I came over here. And it's funny because right before I came here, I had a tragic accident. So a lot of people don't know this, but like, I used to ride motorcycles back in the day. So in Barbados, the roads are very, uh, I would say, uh, narrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike here, they're a lot wider. So one, this one time I was coming home with some friends and basically what happened was the light had turned red. I stopped at the light. No one was there, but it was late night. And then the light turned green. A car came from the whole opposite side, came over, ran the light and hit me. Wow. Mm. Right? So that moment, it was all blank for me. I woke up, looked up, saw the stars. I was like, oh, damn, where am I? And it hit me. Life is so short. I could have just ended my life right there and that will be it. And I wasted my life. Because think about this, right? I've always been catered to. I never had to really like work for anything. And it's kind of like, okay, yeah, I can, I can stay in this moment right now, but who am I really? Mm. And I said, you know what? To be a real man, I need to step out of my, of my current com- uh, comfort place and go elsewhere. So I said, you know what? After the accident, I healed up. My, my, my wrist was, was broken, my, uh, my ankle as well. So you know what? I've been here long enough. I need to venture out. And it's funny because my mom was always a citizen from New York. So I was a citizen too. Mm. So at any point I could leave Barbados and come to the States. And no, I didn't marry for papers. I didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I sold my truck. I sold one of my bikes that was uh, damaged from the accident. I came over here. I have 4,000 bucks to my name. And I said, yo, how am I going to make it here in America? So I went to uh, New York first to visit some friends, then Vegas, then I came to Miami. So Miami, 4,000 bucks to my name. And literally, um, I found a, a house off of Craigslist to stay in a room for like 600 bucks um, yeah, a month. Mm. So basically, I have $4,000. Mm. So if I didn't find a job right away, yeah. I was screwed. Yeah. yeah. So that whole month, I, w- I went to Starbucks, had my computer, so I bought a laptop and I bought a car. That, that, that's all I had, laptop and a, and a car. Went on YouTube, uh, did some resumes, um, you know, applied for some jobs. And within that month, I, I actually found a job. But I say all to say, when I came here, I was a nobody. <laughs> so when it comes to like dating, Knowing uh, people here I could talk to, get all the things. I didn't have that. Mm. So I had to become a man for myself. Because I, 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 I said to myself, you know what? I don't want my mom to ask, tell me anything. My grandfather, nothing. I want to do it all by myself. So that was the whole plan here. So when it comes to like dating, uh, making money, investing, I learned that from scratch. Mm. So all from YouTube. Wow. So that's that's a, like my start. YouTube University is real. There that's you go. Real. And it's free. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, me, man, uh, at 16, uh, so I grew up in New Britain, Connecticut. Uh, okay. Shout out to New Brand, hard hitting. And, uh, you know, in high school, I was like a nerd. Like, I played Halo 2 at a semi professional level on Xbox, what's talking up? smack. What's up? Uh, but I also played basketball as well. And, you know, 
sports and video games always kept me out from like doing stupid stuff. Like I've never done drugs. I've never done anything dumb like that. Cause uh, you know I was kept myself active whether it was through sports or video games, whatever. But I didn't lose my virginity till I was eighteen. You know I was like a late bloomer. Um, Shout and out then, to the night, bro. Exactly, man. Exactly. You know, you didn't um, lose your virginity at eighteen. Chris. I did. I know it's senior year of high school. Oh yeah, yeah spring right. uh, spring break. Oh, okay, did. but that was intentional though. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't have options, brothers. I did too, actually. For, for me, it was prom. Hey! <laughs> you said prom too. Prom. Nah, mine was spring, spring break. break. It was br- it was oh, before prom. Okay. Prom okay. Nah. One trip. Not to say, come over. Please go. I go crazy. Secrets. So. Um. But yeah, no, so uh, so you know, I was I was a late bloomer in high school. You know, I didn't lose my virginity until I was like eighteen, yeah. and then um, I went to college, Northeast University in Boston. I rode Division One there, um, and I built a lot of character there. Like that's where I taught, where I basically like learned, like you have to deal with adversity to become. It is what it is, you know. Because um, I had started working out and like getting in the gym and taking that seriously at eighteen, because mm-hmm. I was like always skinny and stuff like that. I was self conscious about that, and then um, I had been in the gym for about a year. Went off to college. Uh, and and Northeastern because I did a year at Central Connecticut State in New Britain. Then I was like, man, Connecticut sucks. Cause I was like walking to school, bro. Like I was right there. <laughs> so I was like, f this, you know what I'm saying? So I went to to Boston, transferred over there, did four years there because it was a five year school. But I rode while I was there, and I learned a lot about myself. And he always makes jokes like, hey man, how you rode Division One? You can't, you can't swim, swim, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's Which crazy. is yeah, everybody yeah. makes fun of me because I was like the only like colored dude on the team. Because for those of you that don't know, rowing is a very Caucasian sport, sport. Dun, you know, dun, it's dun. a very Caucasian. Yeah, y'all don't know sport. what rowing is. That's the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like think of Yale and Harvard, like them dudes on the river. You know what I'm saying? At yeah. six in the morning. So I did that. It was really tough, man. That's yeah. that, that's like one of the hardest sports, you know. And it's endurance, and we were training like two, three times a day. So that made me tough. And then I got into a career field that I can't mention right now. No problem. But uh, <laughs> when, I did, did when, that for several years. And, and was that career field in um, Boston or was that in Miami? It was. Uh, so it took me. I started in Boston as an intern, and then I went down to Texas, okay. South Texas, on the border, okay. and then mm-hmm. I came to Miami in 2018. Okay, so, so I've been here Miami for about two years. Wait, you yeah. told me you were a teacher. A teacher? Oh man! <laughs> 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 He's out of here. I don't know what Yeah, oh, man. Hey, I'm curious. How did y'all two meet? Oh man! Oh man! Yeah. That's a story in itself. Yeah. Uh, so you sell it? our boy Solo TV eighty four. Shout out to him. Um, yeah. Basically, so I had a fitness channel. I started the the Fresh and Fit channel. As you guys know, it was originally Unplugged Fitness, mm-hmm. and it was a fitness channel. You know, I was given because I'm really big into like lifting weights and like using scientific and evidence backed uh, information to you know tell people how to lift weights and how to train and live that healthy lifestyle. Right. I'm all about like the studies you guys see. I've like translated over to dating now, but I was always about the evidence and the empirical data. So. Uh, I started off with that, but you guys are YouTubers too, so you already know like the fitness genre is kind of like dying on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I kind of got in late. I ain't gonna lie, you know what I'm saying. So <clears throat> the the channel was building at a decent rate, and then I started like uh, collaborating with a lot of guys in the RP space. And you know, I've always kind of like known. When these. did you start that channel? I started it. I made the channel in February of 2020, okay. but I didn't post my first video until May 20th of 2020. Okay, like I made, cool. I made the channel, and then like I just didn't have time with the prior career, okay. and then I put my first video out in May, okay. and then I started as a fitness channel, and then um, from there I was doing fitness videos, everything like that. Then I started getting into the dating realm, and then as I got into the dating realm, I met Donovan Sharp, okay. and then Donovan Sharp, shout out to him, he introduced me to Soul TV 84. 
And this old TV-84 had known fresh from prior um, collabs and talking and everything else like that. And for me, uh, I was also being into, into social media because, remember, I said before, in Barbados, I was popping. Over here, no one, no one knew who it was. So for me, it was how do I create that same environment here in Miami? So I, I studied social media, how to um, grow influence, how to also build a brand, all that stuff, right? So it's funny because like I got into dating a year after because the first year in Miami, I didn't do shit. I literally just went to work. Um, I focused on investing and learning. So I didn't date girls at all. It's kind of like, like uh, how do you call it? Monk mode for me? Uh, yeah. 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 So I went to monk mode the first year and a half here. So after that year, um, I was kind of more developed. I started going out, meeting people, networking, dating, dating all that stuff. And I got into like the YouTube space because, um, of course, I was learning how to like you know uh, invest in real estate, how to uh, market myself, and I, f- I fell into like a pocket of um, uh, RP space, which is Red Pill, mm-hmm. because I married a single yeah, bro, mom. YouTube, I'll go, man. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm telling about about this single mother. Uh, yeah, RP, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, Sorry, so <laughs> in that period of time after I finished that monk mode, um, I met this girl at a party, and she was cool. Very feminine. What year was this? This is uh, 2016, 17. Okay, cool. So pretty uh, in, in the past. So I met her, right? Uh, very feminine girl. So obviously, you know, I was in a point where I wanted to be good for my family. I wanted to kind of give my family name. Mm-hmm. And as a Christian, you're supposed to, if you live with somebody, you're supposed to actually like marry them. Mm-hmm. So six months later, uh, we were going through it. And I said, you know what? Just move in with me. We're going to make this happen and make this work. <coughs> Stop it. <laughs> so I married her but there's one thing that kind of stood up about this, this girl right she was perfect in all the ways except she had a kid I know it sounds bad but let me explain so me remember I came to America to make it to become successful and I wanted to be the best person I can be however I felt like if I had to take care of another person's kid it would hold me back and it did so what happened was like come on past, I was like damn this is kind of pressure on me like paying for all this stuff and like you know having to take time for going to, to the park with him to like business I'm like you know what I love her, but this is tough. So I was like, yo, I looked up on YouTube, how to date single mothers. Mm, 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 <laughs> Man, mm, I found a plethora of videos. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you did. I bro. found Soul TV 84. I found, um, um, what's his name from the UK? Um, King Riches. King Riches. Shout out to King Riches. I found uh, Coach, Coach Red Pill. I found a bunch of people, right? Yeah. And I went on this whole rabbit hole. That being said, that same night, I said, you know what? F this shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> so I went home. I said, He's look. Lying. He sat in his car for hours. Hours. This is Tom Likas. Oh, like, oh, oh. It's Tom Likas, right? Tom Likas is the one that made it. Okay. Tom Likas is a genius, bro. Anyhow, he broke down. It's like why you shouldn't do it. He had callers calling and said, hey, I married a single mother. Ten years later, I'm broke. I'm on the side of the street. I was like, oh, hell no. That's not going to be me. Long story short, I went home to her. I said, look, I care about you. I respect you. I'm going to give you the car. I'm going to do this and that. I can't do this anymore. She started crying. I said, look, I understand. But you understand where, where I'm coming from too. Two hours later, she said, "You know what? I understand." Because she was a good, she was a regular girl, bro. I, she was not bad at all. Just that the 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 situation was bad for me yeah. and what I was what, what I was trying to do. So we ended up talking. Uh, gave her the the divorce papers next week. Signed it, and that was it. So no alimony, no um, child support, nothing. I was I was scot free, no worries. But that experience taught me, you know what? I can't settle for anything better than what I need right now. Mm. And if I do, it's going to take me back from my dreams and my goals. So that whole uh, situation caught, kind of called me into the Rappel space. And I met Soul TV 84 through those videos. And we became good friends. And he saw my lifestyle after I left my girl. He's like, damn, bro, how you live life so good? And it's funny because, like, I say it to him all the time, it's all about perception, right? So that's kind of how I got into the, the Rappel space. Um, yeah. 
And, and then with Solo, because uh, I had my my fitness channel and I was starting to get in the dating space. And I was mm -hmm. like already collaborating with some guys in the RP space. Yeah. And then he was like, hey, uh, there's this guy. His name is Fresh Prince CEO. He lives in your neighborhood, which we live in the Brickell neighborhood of Miami. So, uh, so he was like, you should link up. So he passed me his contact information. We had like an Instagram, like FaceTime call. And then from there, we for like- For an hour. For like an what hour. Was this? this was summer of- 2019, 2020? It was, yeah, it was, um, we started talking, pause. Was it <laughs> COVID or not COVID? Yeah, it was, right it, was, before. It, was, it, was right, it was right before. Um, Bro, we need to find COVID started like March of 2020. Yeah, it was, it was, it was June of 2020. June. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. last year. It was. It was. Oh, it was wow. last so year. It was like. Yeah. yeah. It was like June of 2020. We started. We started because I had went on his channel in June of 2020. I got my first 1,000 subscribers. Mm. So yeah. So Solo helped me get my first 1,000 subscribers on that channel. Shout out to you, Solo. Yeah. And then he linked me up with Fresh. I contacted him, and yeah. then we started working. Um, but it's funny, man, because he did me. I was like, who is this guy? And Solo was like, yo, bro, he's he's my boy. I'm my grandson. Okay, let me respond to him. And we spoke on the phone for like an hour, and we shared the same interests: dating, lifestyle, uh, mindset. It was like, damn, bro, like you live down, down down the street. Let's link up, bro. Yeah. Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And yeah. then that's and then that's what uh and then that's what happened. And, and then, then I had a prank channel where I used to do like gold digger pranks. You know those funny gold digger yes, pranks. Yes, yes. I, I used to do like um, also like fart pranks, whatever. The point was that like I had kind of like a little buzz going on, but he had the um RP space and fitness space on lock. Yeah. So you know, let's do a collab where we do like a, a talk a date a date show. Uh, I was in my, my bedroom. He's in his his bedroom. And it that was my living room. Oh, uh, living room. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, we did it virtually for, for for a minute. Yeah, yeah, we did. We used Streamyard, and we had done, like did the the Fresh Fit podcast the first couple times like through Streamyard. Oh, he God. was like right down the block from me because like I literally yeah. was one block from here, and he was like a couple blocks down that way. Yeah. Uh, and, and right here in the Brooklyn neighborhood, which you could walk everywhere here. This is like the Manhattan of Miami for those that don't know. Yeah. Yep. And <clears throat> and basically, uh, I'm trying to think here. Oh yeah. So we did the Streamyard joint. It, yeah. We were growing pretty quick. So we said, yeah. yo, let's just like. Use one channel, combine everything. Yeah, we turn it to fresh and fit, and then we we're like, we we're starting to get get some traction. We had like, we had grown to like five, six thousand subscribers fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what, dude, let's take the plunge. So I got an apartment. We converted it to a studio that you guys see here right now. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, we just like threw our money into it, and yeah. we and we invested, it and we're like, we're just gonna take a chance. And, uh, and we did it all debt free. Yeah, we uh, yeah we paid for everything up front because awesome. uh, before this, you know, before we were YouTubers, we had like jobs and stuff. So, um, and then the funny part is, is like after like our first month doing the in studio shows, we were both getting called into like the principal's office, office yeah. oh, at Lord. our jobs. Oh, like, wow. hey, you know, you guys are talking about this type of thing because as you guys know, when you make this kind of content, like it's just a matter of time until mm -hmm. people. Are and I was in tech, you. so you know, tech is mainly run by. <clears throat> Womanist. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they both brought us in at our respective jobs. So yeah. we kind of saw, like, all right, we're probably going to have to, like, resign at some point. And then at the end of 2020, uh, we both left our jobs. Okay. Yeah. And we started doing this thing. Full time. Like, they, they try to put us, like, ultimatum, like, oh, well, y'all got to stop. And we're like, well, we just had put money into this. Mm. We're not going to stop. Like December, mm -hmm. November. Uh, I left my job December 4th of 2020. And you? Ooh. Fresh. Man, I forgot. I don't know the dates, bro. It was, it was December probably, as well. Probably December as yeah, well, yeah. Because I remember we both left. We came you, to the office. You left like a week after I did. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You left like a week or two after I, I, I did. And then, because um, we had, because we, we, we started the podcast, October 26th was our first episode yeah. in the in studio. In the studio. Okay. And then from there, we were growing at a pretty quick rate yeah. once we started doing in-studio yeah. shows. Our first video hit 10,000 views, right? Yeah. 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 And we in had like right, five, 6,000 subscribers around then. Which is more than our channel. Six, yeah. Which yeah. is huge. And then... And then uh, we started growing at a quick rate. And then um, we were doing the shows, doing the shows. October went good. And then November went good. 
And then we pretty much like at the end of November, that's when we started to get like notified, like, yo, you guys are going to, you can't yeah, be doing yeah. this stuff, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So then by early December, I was out. He was out like a week later. And then, yeah. And then we just like started like going all in on this. Because it hasn't even been a full year yet, but we've blown up since yeah. since yeah. then. No. Yeah. Oh no, y'all the y'all growth is crazy. Under yeah. a year. Yeah, that's it's, wild. It's unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean yeah. we're we're blessed, bro. I mean, the thing is is that I always say like there's a demand for this type of information. Yeah. In today's day and age, like like I say, man, like people are lying all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at Derek Jackson. Like this dude was out here, like, you know, he made millions lying to women. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I always say, when you lie, women buy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Matthew Hussey, all these like Danny coaches that are politically correct, yeah. they kind of don't hold women accountable for their poor behavior yeah. that doesn't lead to them getting married or getting relationships. Yep. And yeah. I, I would say like their unflattering habits that yeah. are not conducive to long-term relationships are starting to be shown. Because mm. yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because the numbers don't lie. You know what I'm saying? Over half of marriages end in divorce, right? And then 80% of them are initiated by women. Mm -hmm. So what does that tell you? Like, well, son's wrong, right? Yeah. So, and there's a, I have like a bunch of theories as to like why, you know, the divorce rate is so high. Cause like there, I feel like there's a lot of propaganda out there to keep men and women apart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, women spend more money, but well, single people in general tend to spend more money in general uh, than, you know, married couples. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's incentivized for them to lie to women, especially since they're 80% of the consumer base. Cause when women are single, they spend far more money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. So, it is what it is, but th it's finally being shown like women aren't getting married and they're not happy. Mm -hmm. So what's happening? They're get, they're finding channels like Kevin Samuels. They're finding channels like us where we keep it real. Like this is why you guys aren't able to keep guys around. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, that's good, man. I think um, it's a lot of it's a lot of things that you guys said that I think stands out to me a lot, and I I want to. Man, do I want to go backwards? Or want to go forwards? Let's go forwards, and if I get backwards, I'm, I will get backwards because yeah. I think. What it, what it sounds like to me is that you guys really created this content because you're trying to help. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, there's, you know, there's a lot of um, resources for women to go to, like, you know, to listen to relationship and dating advice, whatever, you the know, you view, got the, the view, real. real, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a bunch of stuff out there, you know, and, and I, I'm going to keep it a stack, bro. Like a lot of women are like coddled for their bad decisions. You know what I'm saying? But like when men. There's nowhere that men can really go to get the real on what it takes to be attractive. And like I was saying before, men don't really have the privilege of being in a Disney fairy tale. Mm -hmm. We have to live in a fact-based reality to get what we want mm -hmm. from women because the things to get, make you attractive to a woman and get what you want, which is let's keep it real, bedroom fun, right? Keeping mm -hmm. it YouTube friendly. <laughs> you need to know unflattering realities about what really turns women on, mm -hmm. what really gets them aroused. Because what a woman tells you she likes, like some chick came in here and told us, oh, I like a guy that's funny. And then I pressed her. I was like, really? Did, did you smash the guy? Oh, well, you know, later on, I was like, how many dates did it take? It took to do like four or five dates, five dates. to make it happen. But then she's going to sit here and say, oh, I'm aroused by a guy that's funny. No, you're not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so women always cap and they're never going to tell you what really turns them on because for them to tell you what really turns them on, it makes them look unflattering. You know what I'm saying? And they're yeah. incongruent as hell with what they're attracted to versus what they tell you what they like. So- you need guys to keep it real and tell you this is what it takes to be attractive women so they know the truth and not believe the Disney fairy tales. Because if you listen to girls, you're going to listen to what they say. So girls have told us, oh, yeah, I want a guy to bring me flowers. I want a guy that makes me laugh. I want a guy that's a gentleman. Ba -da -da. Yeah. Bruh, that is not going to get you late. <laughs> Hell no. You know what I'm saying? Cool. And also, do you ever see channels on YouTube talking about how the girls get laid? No. Only guys. Why is that? Because a lot of guys, they don't know or understand the reality of life. Yeah. And also, when it comes to dating, I see all the time. Guys get finesse. They get divorced. A great, you know, everything, everything in between because they don't know any better. But let's say you have a friend, right? Your friend, Roderick. 
Roderick is about to marry this girl as a finesse. And you're like, damn, bro, don't do it. You're about to get trapped. He's, and he's like, I love her. She's bad as hell. She's in 10 out of 10. Are you going to say to him, damn, I just give up? Or send him a podcast. Yo, bro, just watch this real quick. It may not work right there and then, but it's a, it's a, a seed that you plant in his head. Yeah. And I feel like this space that we have here, even your channel as well, is a place that guys can, can go to and actually like say, you know what, damn, this happened to me. Now I understand why. And also, woman is. Women speak covertly, not directly. <laughs> So what happens is, whenever you meet a woman on the street, she'll tell you, oh, yeah, I like this one like that. And you're like, yeah, I'll do this for you. Then she's like, no, I really like this. So you have to understand how women really operate and ask yourself, what do you want as a man? Because I'm going to be real here. Men are the prize. No one says this in, in, in the media because obviously they cater to women. They put, they put them on a pedestal. But you're the prize. Think about this, right? If you're dating a chick, what does she want from you? Security, protection, and guidance. We don't go for women for that. So it's like when you understand your role in terms of like relationships and also life, you can do. You can go way further than you normally would go by yourself. Yeah, and I'll take it further. We're definitely. <clears throat> yeah, no, I'll take it further. Like we're definitely the prize because if you look at it, women want a guy that's better than them. Even though they'll never really say that, they want a guy taller than them, makes more money than them, confident, attractive, you know, stronger than them. All this other stuff. They they're looking for someone who's superior to them, regardless of what womanism wants to tell people or whatever it is women want a superior so since they're looking for someone that's better than them you need to act that way and you need to act like you're the prize the problem is that a lot of guys pedestalize women when you you should you should be making it like yo you should be happy to have me you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying Mm -hmm. and when a woman is chasing your validation or you're she's qualifying to you not only do you win because it's less difficult and annoying she feels that she's winning because Women only feel satisfied from a hypergamy standpoint when they feel like they're doing the best. They're getting the best that they can get. And the only way she's going to feel like she's getting the best that she can get is she needs to chase you. That's the only way it works. You know what I'm saying? When the man has the leverage, she's going to be happy. But if the woman has leverage, she might say, I like this, but she's eventually going to lose attraction for you. And here's the problem. Society's creating betas. Facts. All across the country. Mm -hmm. The movies, the TV shows. It's all geared towards men being feminine. Every kiss let's, begins with K. <laughs> let's be real here, right? Yeah. Back in the days, your grandfather, your dad, your uncle, right? Your great-grandfather, they were real men. They fought wars. They did all the hard stuff. Now it is like, oh, I don't want to go outside. It's too hot. Bro, you're a freaking guy, bro. Like, get outside, do some work, hit the gym. So it's kind of like we've got to reprogram guys to say, you know what? Let us stay home and play video games all day. Because I used to do that too. Video, video games all the time. Same. Same. You know, just like live life. But at the same time, you, you understand. In life, you have to level up. Like your shirt says, level up uh, is, is important. Because if you don't, you're going to stay the same. And the bodies that you want, nice and tense, guess what? They want the guys that are already leveled up. Yeah. So you got to catch up to them or at least be on your level that you can actually reach. No, this, this is good. But before we before we keep on going, yeah. so like there's a there's a like I said, there's a lot of layers, a lot of layers, yeah, there's a lot there, there's a lot there. And let's let's break things down one by one because okay. I think I think for me, mm-hmm. I think sometimes with these conversations, people come from different perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they can get lost really easily if they don't know the genesis of the conversation, right? Some yeah. people here may think red pill is the most anonic stuff that created Columbine shooters and the you know the Aurora shooters and stuff like that. And some people may think the red pill is the most liberating ideology of the world. Some people may feel like you know men are the trash and men are evil and men want to do damage to the world. And you know channels like these fuel these guys. And some people view that you know some guys even feel that way about men. You know, so a lot of people have these different views and perspectives. And so I think to kind of create this conversation, we need to slow down a little bit. So the first thing that comes to my mind is 
in you in you guys' opinion, do you believe that women are inherently bad and men are inherently good? Or do you believe both people are inherently good? Or do you believe both people are inherently bad? Or do you believe everyone's a byproduct of their environment? I'll ask that one more time. Do you believe that men are inherently good and women are inherently bad? Or both parties are inherently bad or both parties are inherently good or both parties are environment of i mean byproducts of the environment give them a good environment they do good things give them a bad environment do bad things what are your opinions on that let me say one thing it's a good question we do not hate women okay because okay. that's very it's funny because like we'll say certain things and they're like oh they're women haters no we date women every single day like yeah, i just gave them you know every single i day. date this morning <laughs> so like what happens this is that like i get what you're saying and i'll answer this in, in a second so we speak the truth. So I don't consider myself any pill. I consider myself the truth, me and Myron, because we just give it on the on, on the real, what it really is. We don't dictate from, oh, I feel this way, or I feel like it should be this way. No, this is the truth. Take it how you want. So, Yeah, um, so to answer, I would say um, both both genders are a byproduct of their environment, but they're, are, they're also open to change. Like if you grow up in the hood, right, but you end up coming out okay, like just because you're from a low income environment or you know a place that's crime ridden does not mean that you're destined to be a failure you can overcome that as we've seen many success stories and become a better person but on the other side you can come from a great family and still be a pos so i would say it's dependent upon your environment and the person to change you know what i'm yeah. saying because we're human beings right we, yeah. we we can change we can you know make uh um how do i say this we can change and we can become better right yeah. we can improve so i would say that's what i would say i want to say any party is inherently bad or, or inherently good. Yeah. But what I would say is you're a byproduct of your environment and you can also overcome that environment if you come from an environment that isn't necessarily always conducive to putting out um, successful people. Like now, people add, or add this though. Men and women are different. We have our strengths and our weaknesses, right? So men have their strength in terms of like building, creating uh, you know, the world that we live in today, society, stuff like that. Women, however, they nurture, they, they bring our kids up, stuff like that. So I would say, are men and women equal? No, right? In terms of like being different in terms of their roles that they play in, in society. But are men and women on the same level of like human race? Yes, we're both equal in that sense. But at the same time, understand that like most people in this world today are following an agenda. So that, that's being pushed from society, being pushed from you know the higher ups. So I feel like if you understand who you are and what your role is in society, you could play that role. But if you've been pushing an agenda, oh, I'm doing this because it feels right. But you don't. But do you know who you really are? So I feel like if women understand their role as a woman and men understood who they were as a man, they could follow their roles and actually do what they need to do in society. That's yeah. what I feel. And the reason why I ask that question is because, you know, obviously as we progress, we'll talk more about red pill ideologies, um, some agreements and some disagreements that, you know, obviously I have with it. Mm -hmm. But I think part of the conversation that uh, people need to understand, especially those women who are listening in and some of the guys who are new to the space, because when you start saying, when we all start saying some of these words, it automatically is assumed that like, we think women are evil. Yeah. We think women yeah. are the problem. We think, mm. you know, men are, you know, perfect angels that do nothing wrong. Yeah. And unfortunately some guys have this, they, Somebody once said, what you what you do in moderation, those who follow you would do in excess. Mm. You know, so that's something I'm always curious about because when I'm saying certain ideas, I'm like, bro, even though I 
understand nuance, this kid at 18 years old, he's going to take it to the extreme. Right. So unfortunately, a lot of young men who are new to even some of the red pill space or, or your channels, they don't understand the nuance in your brain. And if they hear something like that I say or Chris say or anyone else say, they'll take it to the extreme. So I want to start off by saying we don't believe women are evil. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, we, yeah. I just want to make that clear. Like, yeah. I don't think anybody here, at this table yeah. thinks that. Like, uh, and I'll say this. So I'll define it from like the way we... Because the thing is with the RP is that it's open kind of to interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are crazy about us. Some people aren't, whatever. For us, it relates strictly to intersexual dynamics between men and women. The unflattering truths about how women really may select. Simple as that is how we really look at it. So we tell guys the uncomfortable truths about how women really select men that they're dealing with casually and for marriage purposes, right? Because we know women typically have like a dualistic strategy where they want some dudes that they want to just smash and some dudes that they want like for pay security rent, provisioning, car payments. pay to mail to do this, like paying, paying for whatever. So we use it in that sense. And I agree with you that like you definitely can't be sitting here thinking like, oh, all women are bad or whatever. No, bro, not all women are bad. And there's a bunch of, in our podcast, we hold both genders accountable. Yeah, We tell dudes, because a lot of guys think, well, I want to, submissive woman and like she needs to be on my on my um on my program she needs to be on my program and it's like bro you live with your mom you make 10 10k a year yep and you're a bum and you play video games you smoke weed every day no chick is going to take you serious you know what i'm saying like you have to become as a man you got to create your value before she's going to come like if you build it they will come so it comes on both sides a lot of women feel that they're entitled to a high value man just because they're a woman and a lot of dudes think they're entitled to a bad chick that's submissive and the thing is, is that both genders need to work. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But what I will say is that on the female side, unfortunately, women are told a lot of the time they don't have to work. Yes. You, the man should accept you for how you are. You know, if it's funny because like if a woman is rude, crass, fat, whatever it may be, oh, he's insecure. Oh, he's toxic. Oh, he can't handle a strong, independent woman. But if you're a man and you're a fat and a loser, you're a bum, you're, you know, you're, you're not successful. People will shame you, whatever it may be. So like with men... At least there's like some negative consequences to your inadequacies as a man. As a woman, a lot of the time there's not. And I'll take it a step further. There's social conventions out there that make women feel better for their bad decisions. Like the real, like the view, like body positivity, all this other crap. So both genders need to work. You know what I'm saying? My only thing is that women rarely get told that they need to work. Men, it's like you have to deal with the reality. Oh, you're a loser? You ain't getting laid. A woman, you're fat and you're annoying? Eh, guys are still going to give you attention. So they're not really reinforced that they need to also work on themselves as well. But to yeah. sit here and say like, oh, men are better than women or women are evil, that's a very bad mindset to have, guys. That's going to take a lot of L's and it's going to make you hate women. Yeah. Men and women are different, but that doesn't mean that either party is better and we work better together than we do apart. We need each other. The problem is that the roles have become ambiguous and there's been some confusion where you know, men are better at certain things and they should be doing those things such as being the leader in the relationship, being the masculine authority figure. The woman should be more of a nurturer, following the man's lead, raising the children, uh, you know, being a man's aid essentially, right? And helping him build the empire. But we have it so ambiguous now where we got women running around saying, I'm a boss, babe. I can run a relationship, whatever. That sounds good on paper, but it doesn't work. Communism also sounded good on paper, but we saw what happened with that, right? Mm. So this whole equality thing, it doesn't work when it comes to relationships. But that's not to say that men are better or women are better. It's just that we're very different. And we need to know that difference and utilize it to our best capabilities, which is men work together with women. Men are the leaders. Women follow. But women are not inherently bad. or men are, And men aren't inherently bad. And I'll say this. Men need to level up. In terms of fitness, finance, 
at least that had that be the foundation because women as well need to submit to the right man however what happens is a lot of women choose wrongly they submit to the wrong guy and then they start hating men vice versa a lot of guys are like why won't they choose me but you aren't what they really want so i say to guys all the time look become that guy that's good for you right become that guy that is leveled up so that when you become that person you attract rather than chase and also as well even on the show with the girls uh, after hours that we have all the time it's not echo chamber they get their opinion we give our opinion and we debate a little bit to say okay you know what does that make sense yes or no and it's funny because a lot of times the girls will fight and say oh i feel like it should be this way but the reality is it's not that way life is unfair so i just feel that at some point both genders need to level up guys need to need to um get their their mind right their body right and their uh fundamentals right and women need to get their i would say how to put this their decision making right because they choose sometimes just because he's tall he has some <laughs> money but the character isn't there mm-hmm. and a lot of women uh sad to say they're born uh, with beauty so they don't get to build a character themselves mm-hmm. so all they know is like oh he's gonna pay for the dates he's gonna take care of me and they don't know how to choose guys properly so vice versa both parties need to work on themselves but at the same time uh, it's kind of like a joint effort yeah so that's good that's good mm-hmm. no i think um that's that's something that um it's really important to to even start off the conversation Facts. with to, to lay down that foundational principle mm-hmm. because i mean that's that's the general theme of i mean personally my life you know my life started where you know i wasn't getting the outcomes i wanted and i knew for a fact it's because of me i knew mm-hmm. I, I knew that i had extremely high standards for women and I can, and I always tell people all the time, I'm being 100% honest. Cause people are always like, you know, if he's never had a first girlfriend until he's 20, how did that happen? You know, I didn't lose my virginity until I was like late teens as well. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that happen? You know, my if I'm being 100% honest, it wasn't because I couldn't get girls. It's because the girls I wanted were really high level girls. Mm-hmm. Most guys, generally speaking, from my personal experience, you know, no offense, you know, they're kind of animals. They'll like, you know, they want steak, but they'll eat McDonald's, you know, they'll they'll whatever is available. They'll take it. That was never me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd rather have no foods. Even since I was a kid, I would rather eat nothing than eat what I don't want to eat. Damn. And so, yeah, that's privileged pro- kids. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair, bro. Yeah. Most of these yeah. will take anything. Like, yeah. OK, I'll yeah. do it. You know, CVS, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, so I, that was always my problem. So it wasn't until I was like 25 or 26 until I was like, yo, I am not the kind of guy that can get the kind of girl that I wanted. So I had to put in the work. I had to improve. I had to change the outcome. And that's what, and then by me putting in the work, improving, you know, getting a better outcome, then I was able to get the results I wanted. So my mentality has always been me. But at the same time, like you guys said, I've also saw that there's also a culture with with women today that's extremely unhealthy that mm-hmm. teaches them a lot of unhealthy uh, ideals which will not make you good for a wife facts and so i've always had a duality but i know so many times people they either lose one or the other right they mm-hmm. either focus too much on women being the problem mm-hmm. or they focus too much on men's inadequacies versus hey both of us like um um, Fresh said both of us need to put in the work mm-hmm. and so yeah. I, I want to stress that as we move forward to every single guy who's going to watch this video man and at the end of the day if you don't put in the work you will never win you Period. will never win nothing nothing will change mm-hmm. 
Your outcomes will not change. You can complain about them all day long. You can watch. You can watch uh, Fresh and Fit. You can watch Kevin. You can watch whoever you want to watch and be happy seeing women being delusional and crazy. But your life will never change unless you put in the work. Yeah, right, so let me, man, I sure. want to double down on that real yeah. quick because I always say, like in today's day and age, the days of working, you know, making forty grand a year, driving a Kia Sophia, and having a good insurance policy, it's not good enough to, for a lot of women, man. Nope. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to Kevin Samuels. You watch his show. A lot of women, when he says, do you want an average man, five foot nine, making about 42K a year, they yep. don't want that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Especially as, since women have made more money, you know, their standards go up with it. So not only that, but now you got the internet, you got Instagram, you got uh, Snapchat, you got Facebook, whatever it may be. So we live in a globalized sexual marketplace now, period. So women have more options than they ever had before. And since they have more options than they ever had before, it's more competitive now. So as a man, if you want sexual abundance, you really have to earn it. And the thing is this. I tell guys, don't level up and become successful and make money for girls. 100%. You become successful and make money so you don't have to tolerate the bullshit that inevitably comes with dealing with the girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. And life in general. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. So, Because when you make a certain amount of money, you start to move a little different. Mm-hmm. You start to have a certain type of confidence, confidence that you can't necessarily replicate. I always say your competence leads to accomplishments, which leads to confidence. Yeah. And then that can't be taken from you. Yeah. And then from there, you exude that when you meet the women. And there's something about it that this girl, you start to give this girls. A lot of guys run like, I hope she likes me game. No, you need to run take it or fucking leave it game yeah. where this is how I am, accept it or not. You that's know what I'm real. saying? And that's very rare in a lot of guys. But the only way you're going to get that is you're going to have to self-improve. Yep. And in today's day and age with the competitive marketplace, you have to self-improve, man. It's just like, you know, okay, we get it. Women are hypergamous. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them have bad habits that aren't conducive to a good long-term relationship. You know, it's tough out here, right? It is what it is. Now you're going to cry about it yeah. like a little bitch. Yeah. Or you're going to adapt to the situation and use the variables in your favor. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Let me you. Oh, yeah. I just want to say just to add on to that. It's, it's all about application because mm. we see it all the time. We can know what type of video is going to do well. If we flame up women <laughs> and we hold them accountable, we know the numbers are going to go crazy. Facts. But we say something about finances or we say something about fashion or working uh, out, the numbers don't look the same. Nope. So most of these guys would just sit there and just watch the videos or watch, you know, the guys just, you know, <laughs> killing the women, you know. Yeah, and yeah. that's all they want to watch. So And they feel like, in their mind, they're improving. They love love. They, <laughs> they learn this mentality. Therefore, they, just, they're, they understand they're not really doing anything. Right. Yeah. You know, so the application piece is something that, they have to actually do so. You have to learn everything. You don't have to learn just the mentality of women or how to move or what, how to demand respect. It's about everything, you know, and we give them everything, but they only want to watch certain things, which is extremely frustrating to us because, yeah. you know, we're trying to help these guys out. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I want those guys to understand and know that if you're only watching certain kind of content, you're not going to improve. You're yes. not going to level up. You're really just wasting your time. Yeah, facts. You know? And just one word that rings throughout everything here for men and women is entitlement. So what happens is, right, men want women that are nice and tense, baddies, but they're at home, like you said earlier, in their mom's basement playing video games. And women want high-value men bringing nothing to the table at all, just sex. So so it's kind of like both parties at some point need to, hey, you know what? I can't get what I want unless I improve. Now I'll say this, though, right? I'll tell you guys all the time. Accountability. Accountability, right? Some guys have good looks. Some guys have money. Some guys have fitness right whatever your ability is to uh use maximize it why not use it right and work on that because i feel like a lot of guys say oh you know what um i should focus on this because uh he's doing it but that's not your strength brother 
focus on what you have. Yeah. So accountability, accountability. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. And and the the one of the things I, I I love how Myron brought it up is that you know mm-hmm. all this isn't for women. You know, women is a there is a byproduct of success. It's yep. not the goal of success. It's the seasoning you know? of the meal. You say what? It's the seasoning of the meal. Yeah, not yeah, the yeah. Because it reminds me of like the like the the athlete. This is a great point. I want to do a different point, but I'm going to do this one real quick. <laughs> yeah. But it reminds you of the athlete who all they want is that big payday. Yeah. Right. They yeah. work hard. They go. Yeah. They go really hard, and then they get. They eventually get the big payday because that was their goal. But the problem is, if that's the goal, what happens when a, uh, a arrow hits his mark? It stops. Stops. Yep. It's, it's there. So then, what happens to these players? They get lazy, get complacent. They, I made my money. So what's the point of working working hard now? They fall off. Does a, a fifteen year career turn into a maybe seven year seven year career? Right. Yep. They start getting traded. They start going bouncing around, and then we're like, where are these people now? Because their goal was never to be the best player ever, or to work hard, or to give it one hundred and ten percent, and to improving. Their goal was just to get money. Right. So when they got the money, then it was the game was over. Yep. So many guys, the goal is women. They they're watching they're watching you know Myron's fitness video, but they're only trying to get abs to impress that girl. You know what I mean? And so what happens for a lot of these guys who do these things is that they 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 listen to you, they watch Fresh and Fit, they subscribe to the Patreon, they do everything they're supposed to do, but then when they get the girl, they stop doing the work. Yep. Yeah. And then what happens is they lose the girl. Yep. Because the girl's like, I wanted this fit, ambitious, driven guy, and that's not what I got. You catfish me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy feels like, yo, you both love me. And now he's mad the girl leaves him. Red pill rage or whatever kind of rage he's going yep. through. Maybe now he's going MGTOW. Maybe he's now he's going black pill, wherever he's going. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he now be- creates his cycle. And so I think the most important thing that everything starts with male accountability. Mm-hmm. Everything starts, and I want to spend some time with male accountability before we, you know, get to the fun stuff. It stems from male accountability first. A hundred percent. And 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 what I want men to realize is you got to improve for yourself. Yep. You guys got to improve because because. I feel like sometimes you guys probably get tons of fan mail. People love you guys, right? Mm-hmm. You probably get tons of fan, ma- fan mail. And they're like, they're sometimes trying to do this work to like impress you. Yeah. Like, look, hey, look, hey, look, fit, uh, look what I, look what I did today. Look first. I, what just, I, passed, did today. I just passed my exam. I'm yeah. like, awesome, bro. <laughs> but, but, but it's like, awesome. I, who are you doing this for? Yeah. Because I'm like, bro, if you're just doing this to impress me, what's going to happen when I'm not around? Yeah. What's gonna happen when you're mad at me now? What's gonna happen when I don't do something, say something that you like? You're gonna stop. Yeah, there's no endurance. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I really, I really, I really hope that guys can understand that you better do this for you. You better be trying to become the best version of yourself, regardless of the outcome. Not for women, not for mom, not for Myra, not for um, Fresh, not for Chris, not for anybody. Yeah. And go ahead. Yeah, no, that endurance piece is the key, man. Yeah. Because during the level up process, during you know making yourself better, you're going to let people down or upset people or going to hurt them. You mm-hmm. know, like your parents may not like your decision to move. You know, like your sister or your sibling, whatever the case may be. But if you are doing it for you and mm-hmm. not impressing your parents, coach, girl, whatever, then that, that's how you know you can move freely. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's what we're trying to instill into these guys because that endurance piece is always going to have to be there. The level of process ain't nothing. It's forever. It ain't, you know, two or three months. It never ain't two stops. Or three, it never stops. So that's something that these guys have to understand. If you just have a final goal of a dollar amount, you're not going to last. If you have a final goal with just, you know, just dating this one girl, it's not going to last. If you don't have that that mama mentality, that forever lifestyle, 
That's how you're going to win for sure. It is too. so funny oh, that he said that because you guys said endurance and you said guys get what they want and they leave. We'll help somebody get a girl of their dreams, right? On Patreon, or whatever. They'll like, yo, bro, it's been a couple months, whatever, a couple weeks. <laughs> I got my girl, deuces. I'm, I'm, I'm unsubscribed. No, <laughs> I'm out. I'm like, okay, bro. Two weeks later, bro, she left me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, you did it to, to, to get the girl? But you didn't work on yourself as a person, and you're right. Like it has to be from from the from within, not from what's without. It, so. It's got to be. I always say, um, lazy people say that the dedicated are obsessed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And guys, it's got to literally be obsessive. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's got to be true to you because when you do it for girls, especially fitness, with like fitness, my fitness clients, they want to get girls. You're never gonna sleep the eight to ten hours, drink the water, go to the gym consistently eat the ridiculous amounts of protein, eat the vegetables, downing protein shakes, all this stuff. You're never going to do it enough and consistently to the degree that you need to do it if it's only for women. It needs to be it's you. A, it's a lifestyle. It needs to be, you need to be so selfish with your success and why you want to do it because that's the only thing that's going to be strong enough mm-hmm. to create the heat so that you're going to be motivated to go and do it when you don't feel like it. If it's for a girl, it's never going to be strong enough. If it's for a girl... You'll tolerate it to the point where you get the girl, just like you guys described. And then stop. And then bam. And when we have our podcast, yeah. what's the number one thing we ask the girls? What do you want? <laughs> what, we're like we say, woman ease, right? <laughs> I want ambitious, an ambitious guy. Ambitious guy. Right? And you said it earlier. Ambition, guys, literally is th- the fundamental uh, root of where g- what girls are attracted to. Mm-hmm. Because let's say you don't have money now, but it looks like you're going to get money. That girl will take a chance on you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She'll, she'll play the game for a bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But ambition is the most attractive thing because hard work and dedication will get you to somewhere when talent can't. You know what I'm saying? Like we always say hard work beats talent when talent doesn't want to work hard, right? That's how it is. So if you have ambition, that will take you a lot farther than just being talented but unmotivated. But that ambition needs to come from you directly because that's what's going to continue to help you propel to see things through, you know what I'm saying? And not like, just for the girl. You wanna, you, you have to want it so bad, like so bad that you can't breathe, bro. Dude, I remember coming to America, right, to Miami. I was at a Starbucks, I swear to God. This was like five years ago. I saw a guy pull up in a Ferrari with a girl, right? I was like, damn, how did I become that guy? And it was like burning me for a couple of days. I was like, damn, who is this guy? Why does he get it and not me? And then it hit me. Damn, why him and not me? That's, that's my whole motivation throughout the whole time I've, I've been here. What can you have it, but I can't have it. When I put that in my head, bro, dude, I would stay up late on YouTube, study. I would go to work, do overtime. Dude, I was the only person on my job working 80 hours a week. I did I did more than my boss, bro, and I made more than him too. But the point was I was driven because <laughs> I knew if I put in the work now, I'm going to reap the benefits later on. And look, bro, look at us now. Dude, I used to work at Chick-fil-A, $7 an hour. My pleasure. Motherfucker. <laughs> so to come from that to here, yeah. it's not by accident. Yeah. It is wanting so bad I can't breathe, I can't sleep. Yeah. And at that point, bro, the world's your oyster because you know what it is? Guys don't believe that they can actually do it. They see me, they see Mary, they see Hafiz, they see Chris. Yeah, you guys are, are cool, you guys made it, but I can't do it. Bro, saying right now, we were in a worse position than we saw us right uh in this moment. Nobody started uh at the very top. They were at the bottom at some point. So I feel like if guys understand, you know what, I can do it. But you have to want it bad enough that you can't sleep, you can't breathe, you need it right now. Obsessed, man. Like, people see the show yeah. and they don't know. Like, a lot of time before the show, I'm up late at night rewiring stuff, 
cleaning up the studio, making sure it looks good, yep. you know, making sure the mics work and everything like that, ordering equipment, studying, you know, uh, products and everything like that. How's this going to work? Is this going to be good? Upgrading equipment all the time, taking all the money we take. Most of the money we make, we put it right back into the studio. By the way, he doesn't sleep, bro. He's a vampire. I swear to God. This guy works 24-7. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, bro. It's fucking beast mode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just... It, well, I run off the energy drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the energy drinks. Yeah. And it, like, also, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I look at like, um, I'm very competitive. Mm-hmm. So like I look at like other content creators and I look at like other people that are doing what we're doing. And I'm like, all right, we're going we're gonna to beat them. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, one one million subs up. by next year or die. Yeah. That's it, like bro. The, and me and him already to- said it. Like, we're not going to mess with chicks like that for the rest of this year. We're not going <laughs> to care about partying. What a cap head. Listen, when we say mess, we mean like white fuck, yeah, yeah. long term. <laughs> Let me clarify. Oh. Not oh. that we work hard, you will still womanize to a degree. Yeah. To a degree. To a degree. But not well, like before. Had, yeah, because, bro, we, we used to like. Three, three, three goes a day, bro. <laughs> yeah, we. Dead yeah, ass. Man. Like, we used to go on double dates and like all that shit, bro. extra stuff. And like, we used to do, you know, like planning stuff, and, like, you know, going out to clubs and bars, all this other stuff. Now it's nah. like, bro. If we can't write this off on taxes, monetize these, monetize these chicks. Our network, we ain't doing, we ain't it. doing it, bro. <laughs> yeah. We're so, doing it. Like, yeah, we're still gonna womanize, but like, we're gonna calculate. We're gonna womanize on a calculated basis. Degree. There we go. You know there what I'm saying? Yeah. So let me, yeah, I guess. <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not in the vlog, if you're not coming on the show to help us, then yeah, sweetheart, facts. I'll see you on the next time. So, mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? So we, we we're just like we're, we're like I'm very competitive. So because I, I grew up like you know playing basketball, rowing, everything like that. So like my motivation is always to like beat people and and i guess that's kind of whatever you need to motivate yourself yeah, right yeah but for yeah, me that's that's, that's how it is like it's like this obsession to become better and beat people especially people that like slept on us i ain't gonna say no names yeah or guys that like i told us no mess with us or whatever i'm like, all right nigga like we're gonna come for your neck now they might find us and you know you you know what what i want to uh, leave the guys with i want to say this right think about this why him and not you think about that because you're here on earth for a period of time and then that's it are you going to say, you know what? Damn, I just gave up. That's it. I'm going to get a girl I want, a car I want, house I want. Look, bro. Like, it takes time. It's not a microwave policy where you just put in a microwave and it happens uh, one time. But if you're putting in work and showing up every single day, guess what? At some point, it's going to happen. So, And iron sharp, sharpens iron. Like, yeah. I- I'm not going to lie to you guys. We watch your videos. We're like, we're coming for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, facts. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you, you Joe, guys were. Uh, Joe Rogan, no jumper, everybody. Yeah, like, we, we look at, like, the guys that are really doing it. And you guys are at the top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You guys are doing, killing it. I feel like so, the, the middle child. So, we respect, we respect <laughs> yeah. y'all's hustle. And we're yeah, like, bro, we, we're going to come up just like them. You know? Yeah. And we look to you guys like, you know, I study my opponents, man. I ain't going to lie. You know, I'm not going to go into all the details of how. But everything we do is very calculated. And we, I'd be lying if I didn't say, like, we didn't, like, look to you guys for motivation. Like yep. we're gonna come up whatever, yeah. and you know we're just like honored to actually be featured as guests on your guys' show. Yep. So, yeah. so you know it, it's I think um, what do they say? You wanna t- you wanna turn your idols into rivals? Rivals. Yeah. 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 Mario Luigi <laughs> versus Bob Luigi. Now that's good. That's good. And um, yeah, you know because I think I think for me. Um, I I really look at everybody in this space. You know, I'm be honest with you. I mean. I'm a person that has very like uh, orthodox and very uh, dogmatic views at times. Mm-hmm. So when people ask me, how can you talk to this person? How can you? I'm like, bro, I disagree with everybody. <laughs> like, that's like a general part of life. I disagree mm-hmm. with everybody. My dad, my mom, my yeah, grandma, yeah. I disagree yeah. with everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm okay with being with human beings who 
I disagree with because that's every human being. Yep. And mm-hmm. so I just love every guy who's in this space who's trying to help men, who's trying to hold men accountable, who's trying to you know speak the truth about what's going on, especially in the modern dating market and stuff like that. So so I, I love I love what you guys are doing. I love that you guys are you know trying to grow and trying to expand and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And and another thing I want to talk about, especially when it comes to the guys, is that. Um, Man, I just, I just really, I know we talked about it before, so I don't want to kill a dead horse, but I really want to see an end with the cap with the guys. Because a couple of months ago, we did a poll on YouTube and we asked, man, what kind of content do you guys want? Do you guys mm. want fitness content, finance content, <laughs> um, spirituality content, or do you guys want dating content? Which of those four do you think guys said they wanted the least dating. of? Dating. Oh, uh, least? They said they wanted the least of this. Oh. Probably the money or fitness. I want to say fitness. Probably the fitness. Okay. What do you think? The they, least? The least. Probably, uh, I would say dating. 100%. I'm going to show it to you. Wait. You want dating less? They said they, they, the type of content they wanted the least. Bro, our numbers show otherwise. Yeah, yeah. And I think. No, no, no. I'm going to explain to you. Yeah. This is what, on a poll, they said. What kind of content do you want? The least they said was dating, and then and then yeah. and, <laughs> and then what did they say? Go ahead, put it on. So much cap. You want yours too? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. much cap, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Like, there we seriously, go. Seriously, yeah. Y'all yeah. niggas better start capping on yeah. this, man. Because numbers I, show otherwise. Yeah, because and, it's funny because the the most requested was money and investing, yes. but those actually always do the poorest because when we do our money Mondays. It's people like watch only 2,000, 3,000 people in there. Yeah. Girls, the dating, 10K people 10K. in there. I'm like, what? Yeah. And that's the point. So my video that, while we're recording this, is a Thursday. I dropped the video. And I didn't want to put out that video. I had another video I wanted to put out. Mm-hmm. And the other video I wanted to put out was about guys being so full of crap nowadays. And the reason why, you know, I was so mad during that video was because Chris did a video about what every high value man should have his investment portfolio. It was a great video. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out, shout out to Cordy <laughs> Ryan. Cordy Ryan came on the podcast this week. In in three days, her episode did hundred thousand views. Mm-hmm. Um, then I put out a clip with Cordy Ryan. Shout out to Cordy. Uh, in the first in two days, did hundred thousand views. Chris puts out his video in forty eight hours. It's seven thousand views about finances. The it doesn't guy, hurt me. The, I'm okay. <laughs> Bro, I feel that pain, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so my my thing is that, and like I said, we're, we're gonna do a little bit of accountability. We're going to have fun, guys. We're going to have fun. But it pisses me off so much because you know what it reminds me of? Hey, ladies, what kind of guys do you like? There you go. Bang, bang. What kind of guys do you like? Do you guys like nice guys? Do you guys like bad boys? Do you guys like alphas? Do you guys like dangerous guys? What kind of guys do you guys like? What are all the women going to say? I like nice guys that respect me. Yep. Exactly. And what guys do you do you dislike the most? Oh, if he's disrespectful, I don't like him. <laughs> I he's hate a, fuck boys. He's an asshole. Don't talk to me. He's an <laughs> asshole. Oh, I'm gonna talk to you like, oh, I love this. I love this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the and <laughs> bro, real talk. These chicks yeah. probably get smashed on a balcony and choked. Yeah, bro, I, had one, I had one yesterday, bro. It was like, yo, you, I, I'm gonna kill you, bitch. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> and so, li- literally, it's it's the opposite. Mm. And this is what these guys are doing. 
They're saying they want to improve financially. They're saying they want all these things. They say they want to level up. They say they want to grow. They say all this good stuff online because it sounds good. Yeah. But deep down inside, when we put out the videos, all they're watching is these videos. It's all they're watching. And so even to some of the criticism, they're like, oh, all you guys put out is this. All you guys put out is this. What you don't realize is we put out equal of everything, if not more of the leveling up stuff. Mm -hmm. The problem is the freaking monkeys in the jungle don't want those kind of stuff. They yeah. only want the bananas. They only want these, you know, the sensational stuff. They only want the stuff, the cotton candy. And so to me, I'm like, yo, you live, you guys. I'm starting to get so sick of it, man. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I'm so sick of the guys who are complaining all day long and they're talking about women, they're talking about this, they're talking about that. And I'm like, bro, but you guys are not doing anything. And even hypothetically speaking, I said it in the video, I said, hypothetically speaking, let's say Chris's content sucks. My content sucks. You guys give Money Monday suck. So you're probably going to other places to watch this content, right? Wrong. When we go to YouTube analytics and it shows you what other videos your subscribers watch and what other channels they subscribe to, they're not watching any of the finance stuff. They're not watching Patrick Bet David. They're not watching any of these people. So it, I'm telling guys right now, like I said, before we get into the last segment, I'm telling guys right now, the problem, if you think the problem in society is only women, if you think the problem in society is, is that women are all delusional, you got it messed up because your experience, your experience, your experience, and my experience is showing me that too many of these guys are lazy, they're capping online, but they ain't putting no kind of work. Yeah, Bro, I'll no, say this. We hold both genders accountable. Yeah. And guess what? We do a late night show almost every night, right, with some ladies in the studio. And guys will say, oh, she's a four- Oh, I would never date her. Oh, she's too big for me. Oh, she doesn't look that good. She's a she's a two. And in the show. Hey, I'm just curious. How many DMs you got? <laughs> you, see the, you see the same name. It's uh, crazy. Uh, Ch Chad Brad tw twenty one in a DM saying, "Yo, you a baddie." When next you free, I'm like, these niggas be capping. But you know what it is? You know what it is? They want to look good for the viewers. They want to look good in public, but behind the scenes, they ain't putting in the work. Another thing, too, is that a lot of guys aren't going to... They'll never admit that they need help with getting girls. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? They'll watch the content, but they're like, ninja watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like, as we got... You know, we tell guys, yeah. get the likes up, you guys ninja watchers. And they watch, like, when we have the girls in, because literally, we'll have a guest, right? And then an hour later, we'll have that guest again with girls at the table, mm. double the views. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with our boy, uh, we just had Austin Dunham and uh, Had a Beast. Beast. We did an interview with them, and then, like, an hour or two later, girls... Those double the views, eight thousand. It, it's it's ridiculous how there's a reason why OnlyFans make so much money. Yeah, let's keep it a stack. You yeah. know, Instagram, OnlyFans, only. Instagram. The why girls get such crazy followers on IG versus men. You know why? Uh, you know, bikini pictures get so many likes. Whatever it is, dudes just want to see chicks. They don't care about necessarily leveling leveling up. It, it is what it is, and that is why there's so few high value men that mm. are that have their shit together 100%. because more guys are concerned with chasing ass, bro. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And yeah. it, it, they just don't want to put the work in and they'd rather look at chicks and and or have me like debate these girls because I'll tell you guys this, I'm losing my hair over this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'd rather see that. It's like revenge porn for them to like see me, Kevin Samuels, like debating the chicks, making them look dumb on air. They want to get that, like that validation. Like, yeah, yeah, tell her, tell her. Finally, someone is like holding these chicks accountable. That's great, but does that help you in your life? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's good because it's a learning tool because I'll tell you guys this, I hate arguing with these chicks, but I know the guys like to see it and they get to learn and see like how women really operate from a cognitive level when it comes to like logic and reason versus their emotions. But 
even though that helps you like with learning female nature, you still got to put the work in and become attractive in the first place so that girls are going to want to deal with you anyway. Now you guys are seeing it, that women are not congruent with what they say they like and what they're actually aroused by. But what are you going to do about it? Watching me debate these chicks all night isn't going to do anything for you. You can learn, but you need to still level up to even get to the point where you can use that knowledge that you're gaining from watching me. You know what I'm saying? No, I feel you, man. And it's the complaining part. <clears throat> that's like that's that's what's yeah. it's so tough to swallow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like y'all want the help, you all ask for it. We give it to you. Yep. But you yeah. don't watch it. And then you have the nerve to come to complain to me about yep. it. Yep. Yeah. You know, so that's something where it's just so frustrating because mm-hmm. people say they want to be on this process to get better and get better, but only watching the stuff that's gonna validate them. Only gonna watching them stuff that's gonna make them feel good. But I'll actually getting mm-hmm. in the gym. You know, feeling the soreness, feeling the burn because it's uncomfortable. A lot of people don't like hearing the truth about themselves. A lot of people don't like looking in the mirror and be like, man, dang, I need to change this. A lot of people don't want to address those things. They just want to see the revenge. They just want to see people attack and just beat down. That's it. You know, and they just want to be lazy and not do anything. And that's the frustrating part because we actually care. We actually want to see change because we understand healthy men, healthy society. And we're trying to play play our part in that. But if they saying they want something, they're not doing it, it's just frustrating. I can tell. The last show we did with you guys with the girls, you guys are passionate as hell. Like, mm-hmm. I could tell how his face, he was fuming. He was like, <laughs> I can't believe she said that. <laughs> really? And you were like, bro, is this for real? And you know what's funny about that is, is that, like, I've realized now, bro, I can only help who wants help. And I said, you know what? The comments, all the bad talk, whatever, bro, that's on you. I'm doing my part. If you want to level up yourself like, like I did, like you did, like uh, Kristen, like Myron did, that's on you, brother. And guess what? I got life to live too. So if I'm enjoying my life, if you're complaining, exit out. Mm-hmm. If, if I helped you, great. Here's, here's, here's your uh, success story. I'm, I'm happy for you. So I tune out all the negative. I want to focus on the positive and I move forward because that's all I can do. 100%. You got to become as a man. It is what it yeah. is. And especially yeah. in today's day and age, it's even more pronounced that you have to become a man. Yep. Like the like the day, like I said, it's not good enough to be average anymore. No, Most no. chicks don't want average men. Average women don't want average men. No, they don't. Yeah. And they will not settle. Dude, on the no, show, they, don't. No, no, they no, said, no, I'd rather no. die alone. I said, God damn it. No, they yeah. won't do it. They yeah. will not no. settle. They, yeah. they, they're not. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's great because, like, you know, channels like ours and Kevin Samuels, it's exposing like how women really like what women really want in men. You know what I'm saying? Like obviously it's woman so you gotta decipher it a bit, but guys are hearing it real time. Yeah. I don't want an average man. I ain't settling down. I've been single for ten years. I'm not gonna take another guy that's not on my level. Blah blah blah. Or they'll say, I dated a guy that made less money than me and it was annoying. I can't do it. Guys, this is the world that we live in. You don't have a choice. Yes. You have to become. Period. Period. Yeah. And another thing that Myron said that I really enjoyed was I don't think a lot of these men realize that the world that we're that we're dealing with, men also created this world. Yeah. Men allowed this world to exist. Cause I think that's that's some of the, the arguments of like, well, men built this world. This is true. Men did build this world, but also men allowed this crap to happen. Sim- <laughs> simping. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Facts. Yeah. And so we Facts. have to we have to acknowledge like 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 Myron was saying, these girls, why are they have hundreds of thousands of, of subscribers? Yeah. Why can they pay their rent by just you know spread, sort of lifting their leg, being you know yeah, naked yoga, whatever. <laughs> all that stuff. How can they do these things? It's because of men. Yeah. Because of men, men could easily be like they don't say your bank account is gone. Yeah. No more, no more OnlyFans. We're no, not putting up with it. No we're more. not putting up with it no more. We're not gonna be subscribed. We're not gonna be following you on Instagram. You can't do no brand deals. It's gone. Men can do that. Yeah. Men have that power, 
but they choose not to. Because like Myron said, the same guys that are in the comments roasting these chicks know what they're going to do. They're going to their accounts and they're following these chicks. They're going to their accounts and they're, and they're liking all their pictures. Bro, I never, I'll never forget this, man. I, did I screenshot this one day? I believe I screenshot this. So some, I, I, if, you, if you're going to DM me, I'm not going to respond to you. But it's <laughs> too much, guys. I love you. I love you all. It's, it's way too much. But it's too overwhelming. Oh, man. So uh, yeah, it is. Even for me, and I'm a social media expert. Yeah. It's a lot for me now. So no, a lot of enough. times, guys send me these DMs. And um, like I said, I usually don't check them, but there's a DM that I got that I thought was hilarious, man. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> can I find it? While you look for that. All right, go ahead. I'll, <clears throat> I'll say this because I always put it back on the men. When I when we bring girls into this podcast studio, right? Fun. You find it? Yeah. Okay, okay go, cool. ahead, go ahead. Cool. So after our famous episode with the one and only. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, she walks around now and acts like she's a celeb. You know that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to one of her, one of her friends and she was, crazy, like, bro. she was like, she really thinks she's a celeb now, bro. Oh, man. In she got of, even in more the title. She just literally did not yeah. get the message. In the words of Kevin Brain. Samuels, I'll make you famous. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so, so somebody sent me this screenshot and and this, this encompasses the men's idiocrity, if that's even the word. And um, some it was a screenshot from her page in the comments section, <laughs> and this guy wrote, <laughs> "No Lord, oh, this gonna, uh -oh. gonna be good." Uh -oh. This guy wrote, "Fresh and fit got me here." Uh oh. Then somebody responded to him and said, "What the f are we doing here?" <laughs> the guy responded, ignoring Hafiz's advice. <laughs> 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 then another guy responded. Bro, not gonna lie, she is fine as hell. When she stood up during that podcast and I saw her, saw that ass, I was like, I need to find her Instagram. And then she responded, That's good advertising. Oh my God. So the point is, after, Damn, after all she did, after all she, guys didn't care, still follow her, her OnlyFans probably went up. It did. Yo, it did. you know what's funny? We had, a, we, we had a girl on, right? I forgot her name. Badass, badass girl, right? Debated the whole show. Had the OnlyFans. Mentioned it maybe one time. Went up 10K, bro. That's and I'm bad, like, bro. how the hell? That's you just saw bad, her bad man. behavior on camera. And you're going to go support that? But because she looks bad? Oh, she's a baddie. I got to get that. I can't I can't subscribe to this week, man. <laughs> Yo. I, can't, I can't do see, it. So I'm many, sorry. I cannot do it. See, so many men are like that. And I get it. Look, she looks good. You don't get, you, you don't get a lot of girls. So to you, it's like, damn, she's a baddie. But at the same time, we're encouraging girls for this behavior. I'll say this. That's sad, bro. Yeah, I'm is, sorry, bro. man. That is sad. When I <laughs> when I hear their personality and their character, my, in my world, yeah. they become un more unattractive. You know? Mm. I'm not just looking at face, body, you know, tits. I'm not looking at that. When you start talking, yeah. it's like that registered me too. I'm like, oh, so when they have these moments and they show you who they truly are and you still go subscribe to that, it's something wrong with you. Bro, and I had to go next to him. Sorry. Oh, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I had a girl next to me, right? Uh, you remember her, the one that was debating you? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right, after this, I'm going to go yeah. back to the crib, do my thing. She, she spoke. I was like, bro, hell no. I just turned me right off. Right? I couldn't do it. You can't be it around. Yeah. Anymore. And, and that's, that's the importance of like having that abundance m mindset and like being confident in yourself from your accomplishments because you could walk away from that ridiculousness because even though she's attractive, she's going to cause you misery in the long run. So a lot of people complain about the state of women nowadays. We got to put it back on the men because 
men are the leaders. You know what I'm saying? So if your subordinates act crazy, that's your fault as a leader for not directing them to act appropriately. And since men have become more feminine, right? Women have become more masculine as a byproduct of men becoming more feminine. You know what I'm saying? So Preach. the reason why girls act crazy right now is because guys don't check them anymore. When we bring girls to this podcast studio, bro, we warn them a lot of the time. Yo, don't be disrespectful. Don't over talk. Blah, blah, blah. We really be trying to not kick them out. Like people think I'd be trying to kick girls out. No, I don't. No. Even though I'm Frank Castle. Duh. But um, we warn them. And they still act crazy and I have to kick them out. And the reason why I have to kick them out is because all the dudes that they talk to leading up to the show let them get away with unacceptable behavior over talking to them, being disrespectful, thinking that their opinion matters more just because they're a woman or whatever it may be. The boyfriend, so, the sugar daddy, yeah. the, the guy paying for the for sex, yeah. all that. Like all these dudes, and I always say it like when guys are trying to get laid, they will go to crazy lengths to get laid and they'll just throw their 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 they'll throw their um self-respect out the window yeah they'll throw their decency out the window to get laid you know what i'm saying but i'm not trying to smash you baby girl (laughs) we have a podcast to run here and i ain't gonna let you like disrespect me on my platform so i kick them out and they look at me like like i'm speaking chinese or whatever i'm like get them out because a lot of these girls a lot of they have never been told no we brought some very attractive girls in here like that girl probably the first time someone held her accountable and told her yo listen i get that you're on OnlyFans and you're making money and all that but guess what? This ain't gonna last. Yeah. And and she's like, oh, and then she immediately like, you know, tightened up and wanted to fight you on it. And she's 20. She don't know nothing. She a bimbo. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 2021, <laughs> whatever it is. She has like no life experience trying to tell you, oh, well, I, I know what I'm doing, blah, blah. You don't know shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it comes to back to I always put it back on the men. The reprehensible state of Western women is a direct cause from <clears throat> men being feminine and not holding women accountable. Yes. If more dudes were out here. Frank Castling girls like I do, whole, you know, punishing bad behavior. That's why I went viral. The reason why I went viral, right, for those that don't know, went viral on TikTok when I said, if a girl flakes on a date, you need to punish that bad behavior and tell her when you, if we're going to go out on another date, you need to buy the first round of drinks. I had feminists coming out the wooza. Mm-hmm. Everyone. The punish real? bad behavior. The real did a reaction to us. Yeah, the real. Everything. Uh, all the, all the uh, articles in Australia, Canada. Yeah. Like, like we went like uh, millions of views, right, mm-hmm. on on TikTok and uh, you know mainstream television reacting to us, whatever. Yeah. And all I said was, punish bad behavior from a woman, have her buy the first round of drinks. Holding women accountable in 2021 is a foreign concept. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I say, yo, hold these chicks accountable, punish bad behavior, they go nuts. It goes viral. Mm-hmm. And, and by punish, he don't mean smack her in the face. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we dogs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How dare you say that? I don't like how he said it. I don't like mm-hmm. how he said it. And what I'm, I'm simply saying is that yeah. you need to have boundaries and you need to punish bad behavior from women. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If they flake on a date, if they disrespect you, whatever it may be, you need to check her right there and then. Yeah. The reason why I said punish is because I know that when I'm talking to men and coaching men, you need to be very direct with them and almost sometimes give it to them in a way harsh. that's like harsh so they really understand the importance of you need to punish that bad behavior because a lot of guys, she flaked on a date or you know what, it's okay, I'll let it slide, whatever. She ain't going to respect you. Women mm. don't operate like we do. For us to smash a chick, we don't necessarily have to respect her but for her to smash you, she definitely got to respect you. Got to. And you need to set that foundation that yo, I'm not one to be played with. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. yeah, you might get the box here and there if you're paying for it and sip or whatever, but she, you ain't going to get that genuine desire to get her really wet, which they never admit on the show. Yep. You got to hold her ass accountable and put her feet to the fire when she messes up. And that's what, because, again, that comes from that abundance mindset. But these dudes out here that are simping on this girl, oh, I'm ignoring Hafiz's advice. You already know that dude probably ain't getting no box. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It is what it is. So it's far more attractive when you let girls know off rip. I have boundaries and I'm willing to... 
uh, act on them if needed. You know, yeah. Yeah. it's just that's sad to me that her OnlyFans increased after that. Ten thousand yeah. dollars, bro. That's sad. Like honestly, I'm literally frustrated right now. <laughs> I put on the mat. my day is ruined. <laughs> Can we do something fun? Yeah. I mean, I mean, like this too. Like 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 from That's a business crazy. perspective, because some people try to criticize. Oh, you guys talk about simps, whatever, blah blah blah. And you bring girls on to have OnlyFans. We look at it like now, like listen. You guys are going to simp anyway. At least simp on our girls that we know. <laughs> there you, go. you know what I'm saying? Let's keep there it you, you guys want to simp on girls? Because here's the thing. These dudes, they'll, they'll talk smack in the, ch- in the chat, whatever it may be. But only a portion of them come when we talk about, you know, fitness or dating or whatever it may be. But when we have girls on, 10,000 plus. So a lot of them aren't, like, real supporters. They're just there to, like, look at the girls. Thirsty. And yeah. they just want, and yeah. they just, real talk. Like, we had guys super chatting and be like, oh, uh, I want to, I make a million dollars a year. I'm going to fly you to New York and all oh, that extra shit. Like, tell them about. So basically, right, this guy came on the show, and he was talking smack to every single girl. Oh, she looks bad. Oh, she's a four, da, da, da. This is the same guy. Donate thousands of dollars, right? hundred dollars each time. He found this one girl on the show, Colombian chick, right? You know what I mean? And uh, he was like, he didn't, that whole show, he didn't super chat at all. I was like, is this guy dead? Is he okay? I mean, he shows up this time to talk shit to, gr- to girls, right? Lo and behold, we found out from, from our producer that um, he actually DM'd the girl Flew her out to Texas, took her out for like a week or two, said, hey, I want you to be my girlfriend. Mind you, this is the same guy that said to every single girl, oh, you're no good. You're lesser than men. So they were coming on that show. <laughs> but Sometimes, guess what? Yeah, we began like Simpson here, like watching us yeah. just for that. But think about this, right? He just met her and wanted to be her boyfriend. It's like these guys, they talk a lot of smack and they pretend behind a camera. Yeah. Or, sorry, behind a computer. But deep down. They're the ones sipping the hardest. Yeah. It's crazy, bro. Uh, it, it's, and then, uh, uh, one ahead. more. Yeah. Another girl um, that was bad as hell got a flight to Dubai. The guy the guy flew to Dubai, paid for her expenses for like two months. And, she <laughs> lived, and I'm like, bro, off of one show. Yeah. Just just seeing her on camera, I'm like, bro, what the... F-? If and you, this is why women act the way they do. Because no matter how poorly behaved they are, there's going to be dudes that are going to take, take them in regardless of their bad two behavior. Two months. Paying someone's bills for two months... And 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 all these things and this and like I said, for people who don't watch our content or don't watch your content, they don't know all these stories that we all know behind the scenes. Yep. So they're only seeing the videos, they're only seeing the production, the sheen. But we're like, bro, there's so much going on behind the scenes that if only you guys knew. Mm-hmm. And like you said, so many of the men, it it and. <sighs> These guys are weak, bro. It's frustrating. These it, guys are weak, bro. It's, it's it's pathetic, you know? And 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 that's why it gets to a point where I'm like, winners win and losers lose for a reason. Bam. You know? It's just, it's a sad reality of life. I don't want you to be a loser. I tell a man all the time, a loser is a man who loses and chooses to lose. He gave up. You know? A winner is somebody who probably lost many times, but he got back up. And so... A lot of men are choosing to lose. A lot of men have all the knowledge. They didn't look, back in the day. We didn't have YouTube. You know what I mean? Back in the day, if you wanted to read a book, you could. You had to go to a freaking library. Barnes and Nobles. You know, before Barnes and Noble, like yeah. we couldn't afford books back in the day. You had to go to a library mm-hmm. and get a library card and yeah. check out books. You know what I mean? And pay crazy fines for being late. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. The, the, to get information. And we all know there was no the, Neil Strauss's the game was not at the local library. Hell you know? Nah. Yeah. And so all the information that men are getting today is so much more than ever before. Overload almost. Overload. Like the, you, like you said, you can literally build a whole life from YouTube nowadays. Yep. And they take all the information and they simply go on OnlyFans, subscribe to it. Go on Pornhub. They subscribe to it. They blow all their money 
They waste all this time and then they want to get mad at the women for what they have done for the life that they've the, the mistakes they've made. And and that's the part that I want a lot of guys to realize. Those amongst you are not all of you. 100%. They're not. The guys, you see them in the comments, you see them saying this and that and the third. Bro, behind closed doors, men get exposed. And you can lie to me, you can lie to Chris, you can lie to Fresh, you can lie to Myra, you can lie to whomever you want to lie to, but you can't lie to yourself. Bam. Well, you can't lie to yourself, but you're mm -hmm. not lying, you're not deceiving anyone but yourself. Mm -hmm. Because we all know what's going on. And so, like I said, I, I challenge every single man. You're you're not playing me, man. Yeah. You're not playing anybody but yourself. Bam. Yeah. Now to the fun. <laughs> now to the fun. So my question is, I, I consider... There's the five. Is there five? I uh, maybe. I'm gonna try my best. There's five of the toughest dating markets in the world. Mm. In the country, I'm sorry, not in the world. Los Angeles. Ooh. New York City. Atlanta. For sure. Las Vegas. Does say Las Vegas word? No, no, you said Los no. Angeles. Miami. And hold on, what I said? I forgot. Los Angeles. New York. New, New York. York. Vegas. Vegas. Atlanta. Atlanta and Miami. Miami. Yep. Thank you. Five toughest in the world. It's it's unlike none other. Dating in Miami is not like dating in Pensacola. Sheesh. No. Sheesh. Dating in New York City is not like dating in Buffalo. Dating in Atlanta is not like dating in Savannah. Dating in Los Angeles. I don't know any cities in California. So it's not <laughs> like dating in Portland or, or, or anywhere else, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's unique because what you have is you have some of the richest most successful men you have these big you have these athletes you have these entertainers and so the market is crazy yeah like mm -hmm. none other before my question to you guys is in regards to what men care about the baddies which <laughs> you can go go nines and tens 8.5 to tens whatever you yeah. want to do do you guys feel like you were honestly getting baddies consistently when you guys got to Miami or since you've been in Miami? At the very beginning, no. I was dating threes and fours. Remember, remember, remember <laughs> what I said, right? No, yeah. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came here five years ago, right? Sorry, six years ago. And uh, my first year, I didn't date, date nobody. I was building myself up, leveling up myself, fitness um, a little bit, uh, finances, getting my, my mindset in order. After that year, though, I started going out to, to bars. And I spent two years doing cold approaching in clubs. So I'll go up Monday to Sunday, bro. That ass. What years was this? This was like 2016, uh, 17. Okay. So I had a, a roommate. We'd go almost every night talking to girls. So over time, I built up a lot of game just by talking to girls. Obviously, you know, you're, you're in a club. Talk 20 girls. You might get like 5, 10 phone numbers. Mm -hmm. Out of 5, 10, you might get like three dates or, or, or less. So I got pretty comfortable talking to girls. And, I, I, and sometimes like I stutter. So it's kind of like I don't overcome that in person. Mm -hmm. Long story short, um, I did all that. And what happened was, I realized that one, my confidence went up, and two, I realized that these girls, this shit stink, stinks too. So like, they're not better than me, right? So over time, what happened was that, like, with that confidence and that and that knowledge, I started pushing better chicks. So I started talking like threes and fours, which might be a little bit over, over overweight, whatever. I got those covered. Went up a little bit more, five and sixes, sevens and eights, and then when I introduced Instagram to the game, it was on lockdown. Because picture this, right? It's all about perception now. So now I can create a perception where it is still me, but I'm, I'm saying I'm showing lifestyle, I'm showing who, who I really am, and I can see it at a large scale. So now I'm talking to girls from like Texas, LA, 
Vegas. They're flying in to see me because now they, they can see my, my lifestyle. And then guess guess what, right? The two years I spent in the club, I had to go out there physically and approach girls. Now I'm online in my bed. You want to chill? Where you at? What you doing? Let's link up. All from my bedroom on my phone. So, so what year do you think you were getting the, the, the baddies? The baddies? Uh, I would say like 2018. 2018, 2019. Okay, right. Cool. So I started and you're getting, mainly and via online, online. Okay, so cool. Instagram, dating apps, all that stuff. Cool. So I started dating like Instagram models, you know, uh, celebrity girls, all that stuff, right? And it's because I know how to social global presence online. And it's funny because like I'm not the most attractive guy out there. I'm not the most best in shape. But once again, girls like ambitious, successful guys that have a lifestyle. Because once again, people say, oh, you need, alpha, you need to be tough all the time. No, bro. You got to be smooth. You got to understand. Look, I'm playing the part to get what I want. But at the same time, it's still you because you got to speak Romanese. You got to understand. You know what? But she says, oh, nothing's happening tonight. I'm just going to come over. That means, nigga, you got it. Right? <laughs> but how do you know this? Why are you lying to me? <laughs> I'm like, why are you lying to me when you say that? From experience and knowledge, you can now understand how to move in a marketplace. So, so, so I say to guys all the time, look, you may not be the sexiest most good looking guy you may not have all the money but once you understand the, the foundation of the game and knowledge of how women really operate you can get what you want now here's here's a caveat though when you're at a, a low level as in like you're not successful you're not you don't have a good mindset it's kind of like you can get girls but like you're stuck at that level mm -hmm. so guess what you you smack a bad bitch what do you get you bust a nut it's, it's over mm -hmm. on to the next one but that's it <laughs> but if you're successful and you do it now it's, it, it doesn't hurt you because what happens is guys chase girls so much that it hurts them yeah. and I sp I sp I've spoken to millionaires guys that are uh, older guys guys that are unsuccessful and they also they also say the same thing uh, to me at the same time they say fresh or Walter my name look man if I could go back in time and change one thing it would be not to chase women because that stopped a lot of my career going forward or it fucked me up so bad that I can't even like recover now or they married this, this chick that was, that was the one divorce and other the point is that like a lot of guys they chase focus on chasing girls and that's that's cool to get experience but do it after you finish working on yourself mm -hmm. so i don't care if you go to, uh, this this is a perfect perfect scenario here go to work right nine to five whatever then leave work work on your business or work on learn how to invest or how to like grow yourself and then when that's done then go out with a girl or go to uh, talk to girls don't do it before after work oh i'm going to the bar now and talk to girls no because guess what you're your uh, core um, foundation should be uh, developing, uh, building up your mindset, building up your finances, because because at that point, now you can attract rather than chase. Makes so, sense. what about you, Mar? So I would say, um, yeah, I consistently get them, but like you'll get a baddie here, an average girl here, then maybe a girl. Since right. when? Oh, uh, I was actually pulling more girls when I first moved here, man, okay. in 2018, because I was just like doing my job. And like you know doing my nine to five and then like coming home and doing whatever but now with the youtube thing with entrepreneur life yeah i actually work more now yeah. so it's like and then since we're like really trying to grow right now i've been How like would, sourcing so, less so Sorry. like back in 2018 like you were new to a city right you didn't know people how yeah. were you pulling those kind of caliber of women at that time how, how was i doing it yeah oh so i was like so um when i first moved here right so just to give you guys a little bit of context so i moved here from south texas yeah where i was at, at in texas there were like no chicks mm -hmm. and i was working all the time so when i got to miami i went nuts mm -hmm. for like the first year in 2018 i got here march of 2018 i was going out to the to the bars i was running a night came like two three nights a week i was cold approaching girls during the day 
I was using dating apps. I was using every single avenue mm -hmm. to like get girls, right? Because we always say, I always say like dating is like sales, right? Mm -hmm. And you have different lead sources. So you got your night game, day game, yeah. uh, social circle game. Uh, you got your <clears throat> uh, online social media, game. online dating, etc. So I was using all those avenues to pull leads in mm -hmm. and then closing, right? And because obviously you're only going to be able to small, like close a small percentage of the girls you're actually like sourcing. You know, for anyone that doesn't know, yeah, chicks is tough. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a numbers game. So, uh, so I was get I was doing really well with that sourcing girls. And you know, you get a baddie here, average girl here, then maybe like a girl, like a bunker buster here, <laughs> and then you go back, you know, and then go back, and then you keep the girls that are actually like bad in the rotation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The most attractive girls, you keep them in the rotation, and then like the the bunker buster, you just don't talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then as I like was in, uh, as I continued to stay in Miami longer, I started realizing like, bro, like these one night stands are a waste of time because to get the one night stand, you gotta go out do the whole club thing, go to the bars. And night game, right, I enjoy it, but it's one of the hardest ways to get girls. And it's expensive. By far, yeah. yeah. It's expensive, it's uh, loud, it's obnoxious. Um, if you're not running table game, you really got to be on point. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's a very low ROI. But I enjoyed it because, you know, I was new to Miami. I always enjoyed night game. It is what it is. But, you know, it comes with consequences. And my physique started to deteriorate a bit because I was, like, drinking all the time and all that other stuff. Yeah. So you know, it came at a cost, you know, and I was chasing girls and this is like when I was doing my job. So it wasn't that big a deal. Cause I was yeah. like, all right, I got my career, whatever. But now we're like YouTube and everything is now on me to like, we got to be successful because yeah. it's on us now. Yeah. Now we're like, you know, we cut those distractions out. We still deal with girls, but like more, it's like, but now it's girls like on our level. Like we ain't going to be going around chasing girls and sourcing like how we used to. Yeah. So yeah, man, I, I would say, uh, when Miami, it's definitely hard though. Yeah. Like it's, it's a diff, it's a very difficult city to get girls because the thing about major cities is that like you said earlier like you got a lot of wealthy dudes celebrities athletes whatever and here in miami everyone that's like a somebody typically has like a second house here or if they don't they're here like multiple times a year yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying so and there's always parties there's always things going on and it's so, funny we didn't chase that like drake dates future yeah, dates yeah we're like, asking my brothers it's funny celebrities the girls <laughs> that we smash it's yeah. my celebrities too so it's like okay it's my turn now <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro like like these chicks really began passed around with yep. these celebs and everything else like that so it's like it's it if you're on your p's and q's here in miami it's not it's not gonna be uncommon for you to deal with a girl that's also dealing with an nba player or a rapper yeah. or whatever it may be and that's why it's so competitive here because they have so many options. Like, if you look at a girl in Miami that's like average looking, you look at her DMs, she's gonna be get hit, hit up by rappers, blue check mark guys. She's gonna get invited to boat parties, to clubs, whatever. Like, if you're a single woman in Miami, you're gonna live life on easy mode. Even average girls. Like, yeah. And let me add one more thing here, right? So, dating bad girls, right, is kind of like community property. Let me explain that. So, you can have a bad chick, right? And I've had a couple. And it's kind of like, okay, she's bad as hell. But guess what? They don't offer much. So what happens is you're ready for a little bit of time, right? Let's say like two weeks or three weeks, whatever. Uh, this bitch ain't worth shit. I'm out of here. So you leave her on to the next dude. So just your turn when you, whenever you, you, you deal with bad chicks. Now here's the thing though, right? Uh, for example, so when you deal with these chicks, of course, it's kind of like, okay, now that you've covered, uh, covered that mountain, you're like, damn, I wanted this chick so bad and this is all she has to offer. Mm. So a lot of these girls have very low character and they don't, they've never took time to build up the character at all. Yeah. So it's kind of like you get, you, get, you get the bad chick. It's like, I smashed her. What's next? Oh, let's go to the mall. Let's go shopping. Bitch, who are you talking to? <laughs> yeah. So, so it's kind of like they don't offer anything. anything outside the sex is kind of like you know what? At that point, as a man, you go say, you know what? Is it worth my time and my investment? I mean, and I'm gonna be real. I'm be real with you. Probably not. Yeah. I'll say this too. Yeah. The better the chick, guys, the better she's gonna be for a relationship. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'll give you guys like a little quick glimpse of what it's like to be like a bad chick. So, um, 
I had uh, I worked with a business partner and we did like a dating course, right? Mm-hmm. And before we released the course, we used like Tinder, Bumble, all these different dating apps, Instagram, whatever it may be. So I was doing split tests. So I had multiple phones. I was running different profiles, new profile here, old profile here, running boost here, whatever. Point is I had multiple profiles and I used a boost on all of them and I turned all my phones off for 24 hours, right? So I turn them off, turn it back on the next day and I got a bunch of notifications from chicks. And I was like, hey, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I got like this little ego boost. Hit me right there. Hot chicks get this every single day, all day. Mm -hmm. If you are constantly validated Mm. for nothing else besides existing, how much of a piece of shit person would you be? Mm-hmm. And then that's when it hit me. That's why a lot of these very, very attractive girls bring nothing to the table. They've never had a burner performance placed on them because they were given what women want, attention and validation simply for existing. So there's no need to self-improve or become a better woman when you're super attractive. Now, this isn't all girls, guys, obviously. Yeah. But I would say a healthy amount yeah. that are very attractive, Yeah. that's the type of that's the lifestyle they live. That's how they feel. And- when I was in their shoes for a day, I, like it hit me, bro. If I got this type of attention and validation every single day, I would be a piece of crap too. <laughs> All right, my, so, um, one of my mentors, <laughs> his, uh, he he has three he has three girls and he had a son. The three girls were the, were the oldest. The son was the youngest. One day, his son was about two years old, about two and a half. He couldn't talk, couldn't talk. He was like, couldn't communicate. All his daughters were talking year and a half, two years, like, you know, like like geniuses. Takes his son to speech pathologist and was like, you know, does he have a learning disability? You know, hopefully it's not mute, something like that. They find out there's nothing wrong with the kid. Nothing wrong. It's, everything's developmentally perfect. And like, but he doesn't talk. He doesn't communicate. And they're like, well, what I want you to do is go ahead and watch the, watch the kid live his life, watch the kid do his thing, and then tell me if you notice anything. What the parents notice is that his Every time he wants something, his sisters get it for him. Hmm. Every time he wants something, his sisters do it for him. Like, he's like, food, he's like, you know, bottle. So he, what they realized was his sisters gave him everything in life to where he never had to use any of the vocal muscles or communicate. And that hindered his um, vocal, I mean, I mean, his, his communicative growth. Damn. So he wasn't able to talk because his sisters were pa- were like, not pandering, were babying him. Yeah. And they had to tell the sisters, like, yo, you can't do things for him. You have to make him talk, make him use his words, make him express himself. And by doing that, obviously, I love my, love my boy, and he's a great kid right now. And, and that's when I learned that's what happens to these women. And that's the part I'm I'm at the part where I'm like transforming as I'm doing the content where before I was so mad at people and now I feel sorry for people. Mm-hmm. Because it's like I realize what happened to you. Your whole life, you never learned what we had to learn, which is be good and good will come back to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never learned that. Because you had to just be and good came to you. Yeah. You could be rude and got or be nice and God. Think about it. It's like, why would a person? Why? How, what would happen to somebody if they call? They smacked their mom in the face and they got a million dollars, versus they were nice to their mom and they got a million dollars. So like, why well, gotta be nice? I can just do whatever I want and still get the same outcome. Yeah. So, like you said, so many of these girls, and especially, bro, when I was a teacher, 
I was a teacher in middle school, elementary school, and preschool. Even the little girls. Like, we got to realize, like, they're be- when they're babies, they're getting treated like this. It's not just when they turn 13 and hit puberty. You know, a lot of these girls, if you ask them stories about what was it like when you were 10, 9, 8 years old, they were getting treated like this. Their parents were, you know, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Favoritism, Brady Bunch, you probably didn't watch that. But favoritism. I was, I was too young, brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Reruns, but we, we, no one was old enough for Baby yeah. so, Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. brother. I was, I was yeah. outside. I'm talking to girls. We outside. We outside. <laughs> so a lot of these women, that's what happened to them. And so now we live in a generation, like you said, where validation is now free. Yeah. Back in the day, you have to go outside, go to the club, get dressed up, actually to get validated. Now you can just sit at home, ding, put ding, they Put their feet on, ding, online. Ding, 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 ding. And then, so that's what has occurred, going back to the point, what the world that men has built. And I just think so that's why with guys, I'm always emphasizing character. Cause, cause for those girls, it's harder for them themselves to have character because of the environment. Yeah. And and the last illustration I would give is like the rich kid. It's very hard to be a rich kid and to be as hardworking as a poor kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard. You never had a reason to work hard. Yeah. He, and as they say nowadays, had to get it out the mud. Yeah. You, shoot, you never even saw what mud was until you were probably thirty years old, and you're building your new new house. You know. And I'll say this. Go ahead. Hafiz, just to add to that as well, right? Yeah. So it's funny because I used to date girls like every single day. I know it sounds weird. Three girls a day. I don't ask each girl the same, not lying. the same question, right? Come to my house. We will fuck whatever. And we're in the bed. I'm curious. How many things do you get a day? They show me their phone, right? Bro, I would see blue check, regular guy, blue check, regular guy. And I'm like, why'd you choose me? She'd be like, oh, um, I like your smile or oh, like, you know, you weren't uh, aggressive, right? But one thing stood out to me. It was like they were saying, basically, there's so many options. That's kind of like, okay, I'm choosing only the best options. But remember, they were still um, getting drunk, getting crazy. There was no type of like uh, reasoning behind their behavior, but they just all had the best options. And it hit me. Like, it was like, yo, like like you said earlier, imagine getting that all day 24-7. You're never going to be, be, be kind of like, uh, how to put this, discerning because you know what? It just comes to you freely. Mm-hmm. And it's like the average girl gets that. The bad girls get that. So where's the uh, where's where's the pause button here? It, it never ends. And you know what it is? It's all the guys in her DMs. So that validation right there is uncontrollable. And look, social media is from everybody. So it's kind of tough to like beat that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll say this: what's actually happened, right? With with uh, feminism and wait, do you want to use feminism or womanism? Okay. Okay. So what <laughs> <laughs> what feminism has actually done mm. is it's actually inadvertently given the high value men all the leverage. Because what's happened is with the internet and the sexual marketplace becoming globalized, now women have a false sense of reality mm-hmm. of what their sexual market value really is. Mm-hmm. That's why you got average chicks thinking I'm entitled to a high value man because high value men are DMing them. But what these women don't understand is these dudes are just trying to smash you and not take you serious. Hallelujah. And a lot of women <laughs> use the use, a lot of women make this cardinal mistake of thinking because a man is hitting on you, your value is high. No, the man is hitting on you to get sex. Mm -hmm. And women, they love to play. They like to use the male standards when it works for them, but they like to use the female standards also when it works for them. So in other words, I can run around and bang a bunch of dudes because I'm a girl. Well, if you could do it, why can't I? But at the same time, 
they're getting into clubs for free and they're using their pretty privilege. I'm a girl. Treat me like a lady. So, and that's what feminism teaches women a lot of the time where they can absolve themselves of certain responsibilities and get the benefits of others and their roles are negotiable while a, while a man's are static. Yeah. But what they don't realize is that you've given the power and the leverage to the top 10 to 20% of men and these guys aren't going to take you seriously. And here's the beauty of being a man. You know this up front at least. You know that you have to create your value. You know that you have to bring something to the table. So at least you know why you're not getting what you want. Women don't know why they're not getting what they want. And they don't realize it until they're too old. Why couldn't I get a guy on my level? Blah, blah, blah. Then they call on a Kevin Samuels show and they realize you're 30, 35, Three two kids. kids. You're not as attractive as you used to be. You can't compete with those 20-year-olds that you used to compete with. Nope. But what they thought was, I could push the clock back. I can like get the same caliber of guys. But women, a lot of the time, don't understand that we're very different. And women age like milk. Men, if you take care of yourself, yeah. age like wine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it is what it is. And I like the fact that we at least get the upfront reality and we live in a fact-based reality. If you don't perform, you don't get what you want. Women don't get that privilege, right, where I'm not going to say privilege. I'm going to say uh, benefit. They don't get that benefit because they're validated no matter what they do, they show which up. is actually a gift and a curse. If you're getting validated off feet pics, making money off OnlyFans, dudes are simping for you. You're getting DMs from celebrities, whatever. What incentive do you have to become a better woman? None. Because girls conflate guys want to talk to me as them being bad. Well, yeah, my, maybe attraction-wise, but here's the thing. Guy game is attaining the girl. Girl game is retaining the guy post-sex. And a lot of girls don't understand that your value is determined. Can you keep the guy? And more importantly, do you have a ring? And most of these girls can't say that. Mm -hmm. But then they try to use the male standard. Well, I could get any guy that I want. Doesn't work that way, baby girl. We play by a different set of rules because we live a different reality. Yeah, and, and another thing that I, I also I think is an important thing to realize is kind of like to me, the more, the more I... I, I, I've been researching and learning and reading books and 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 like really expanding my mind. I, I'm I'm such a I have such a um not like a monk but like a uh, I don't know I guess monk wisdom not per wisdom but like perspective on just life because I I see the correlations everywhere. It's just it's I, I I'm a environment guy. I just believe you create this kind of environment. There are some people who will transcend their environments, right? There's some people who can be, there's always two kids, right? There's a kid who's a drunk because his dad was a drunk. But then there's a kid who never drinks because his dad was a drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Most of the time, unfortunately, the kid's going to be a drunk because his dad's yeah. going to drunk. But then a few amount of times, a kid is going to be uh, me, my, not, not drink repulse yeah, yeah, repulse by or have moderation they'll make sure to never be what their father was exactly yeah. then, you know and, and that's a true transcendent person to be able to transcend your environment on the flip side is kids who live in really amazing homes right perfect homes and they end up to be these kids from hell and yeah. you're like where did you get that from? Sometimes it's not the parent. Right. It's that kid is just so rebellious in his DNA that he was in a great, amazing home and he still effed it over. Yep. But then at the same time, you have most of the time it's going to be, relatively speaking, they're being well-behaved kids, right? So there are some few people who can't transcend their environments 
and be successful, but majority of time people are. So when you understand that, yo, it's an environment thing, and the environments which we raise men and women really shape their behavior, everything starts to make more sense. And you start to look at people like, bro, I feel sorry that you were raised here. Mm. I feel sorry that you had this experience because then eventually you become trapped in it. And the another point, and because it goes back to, um, what was I going to say? Because you asked a really good question earlier. Yeah. Are people bad inherently? Be, are, inherently? Yes. Or is it, are they a product of their environment? And I agree with you yeah. that, that all you can do is you could provide a good home and a good stable environment for your child, but there's always that chance that yeah. they're still going to be a deviant. Expected. But Right? But when you when you give them a good home and everything else like that, you exponentially increase the uh, probability uh, yeah, exactly. that they're going to become, you know, uh, better people. And that same thing on the other hand with the hood, right? If you grow up in a bad environment, no father, whatever, there's still that chance that you could become successful. Yeah. But your chances of becoming successful have dwindled down because of the environment that you're in. And there's so many issues that can, I guess... Uh, derail you. Derail yeah, you. that could. There's so many issues that could derail you from yeah. that success. Exactly. I've had friends that were back in Barbados. Their parents were lawyers, judges, had the best lifestyle, and now they're druggies. Yeah, all they do is smoke weed all day. I've I have friends that like came up poor as hell, but they were they were up and now they're top level CEOs at companies. So yeah. you're right. It doesn't matter um, ter- the person. Sorry, it matters the environment because that kind of dictates it. But also as well, it's the person individually that can determine their success. You can yeah. always transcend adversity if yeah. your mentality is strong enough. But yeah. typically those guys are exceptions to the rule. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so the point that I was going to bring up was that so the, mo- the more you start analyzing different types of human behavior, you just start seeing patterns. Oh, this this just happens in all kinds of environment because the same thing is like in, in, in uh, TV or entertainment if you give somebody a smash let's say a rapper his first song is a hit yeah makes all this money it's usually straight downhill from there yeah Yeah. usually that person has never really learned what it was like to work hard they've learned instant success and that instant gratification came back to bite them in the long run at the beginning it was amazing being vanilla ice but in the long run, there was immediate consequences versus a person like Two Chains, who may have to take so many years and grind and hustle and you know I me mean, really get it through the from through the mud, mud. to that to the point where now when they get it, bro, they they they're not leaving, they're not leaving, and they're constantly growing, and that's the same correlation when it comes to men and women. The women are like a lot of times these one hit wonders mm-hmm. who are just first song, thirteen years old, whatever, a sixteen, eighteen. All this success, all these male attention, all this, and he never learned anything, and it goes downhill. Versus a lot of the guys who come to the space, they come from rock bottom. They come from, and they have to learn how to be attractive, learn how to be kind, learn how to be charismatic, learn how to be successful, and then they eventually build it up and they take it to, to the moon. And so, I I want to, because I know sometimes guys want to complain so much about, oh, modern dating sucks for guys. Yes, but also. If if we could all be a gender, we would not be a woman. Hell, <laughs> hell no. Yo, if, we, no. if we're 100%, Dick, no. we would, nobody would pick me in a woman. I thank God every day. <laughs> as a man, no, offense, yeah. no offense to you ladies yeah. watching this. I don't want no part we of wouldn't, it. We wouldn't choose no. it. You know? Dude, I don't want to have a daughter. Swear to God. I don't want a daughter, bro. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I say a man that knows his worth and has this type of awareness and understands that you got to perform and can perform. High value men have the best life of all. Yes. I would yes. say. Yes. Yes. If you're an average guy, though, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, right? yes. it's gonna be yes. tough out here. Yeah. Uh, but women, I would say, 
The thing with them is they get, I always say like women are born with value and men have to create their value, yes. right? Which is why all the time on this podcast, women try to tell me, well, why can't you just, you know, repress your sexuality? Do you have to bang anything that moves? Because they get mad when I say men don't cheat. They just exercise options. Women cheat. And what I always tell them is, how are you going to tell a guy that's a self-made millionaire how to invest his money when you inherited your money yeah. from, from, you know, from birth? So and women like I said before they think they could play by the same set of rules as us when it benefits them and then play by the set of rules as a woman when it benefits them and I'm here to tell them nah we're very different and things that make a man attractive make a woman repulsive mm-hmm. we're complete opposites and uh, damn there was another thing I was gonna say on uh, how about a candy store analogy Oh yeah, the candy store. Ah, uh, you guys ever uh, heard that? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I yeah, might have yeah, said it before. Yeah, like same as the husband store, right? It's the, it's a little different. A little I mean, different. I, I don't think I need to say it right. If I need to bring it up, I'll okay. say it. But um, damn, there was another point that you said something about uh, women being they being incentivized. You know, they. Oh yeah. yeah, the thing with men is that like, you know, I say you know typically like a lot of time women age like men men age like wine. I said it earlier. I'll say it one more time. I want to double down on this, guys. You only age like wine if you do the work. Yes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A lot yes. of guys tend to think like, I'm fi- uh, when I get 50, I'm still going to be attractive. No, no bro. No, you no, got to no. get in the gym. You got to have your money right, whatever. Because being a broke 40-year-old, you ain't no wine, bro. Yeah. You, 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 sure. like, yeah, yeah. You're some spoiled Chardonnay at that point. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And then not only that, I, I was going to do a video, but another one I didn't decide to put out. But also, guys got to stop acting like 35-year-old guys are looking better than they were when they were 22. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. A lot of guys don't age better. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I said, if they're if they're lazy when it comes to the money, you think they're lazy in the money, but then working hard in the gym. No. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you know, I remember they said that forty percent of women are obese, and we talk about that data in the United States. But then thirty five percent of men are obese as well. Yeah. So we're not that far behind. And I think it's higher things like seventy percent. Yeah. Obesity, not, not overweight. Oh, okay. overweight. Oh, okay. Just, okay. just obesity. Okay, obesity. Okay, I think right. that's. I'm about to say seventy percent of men are obese would be. Yeah, cause I think obesity is with the thirty five percent. BMI, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. Let's go with But <laughs> and so and so to me, I'm just like a lot of a lot of men gotta realize the future is literally in your hands. Yeah. They have to. They have yeah. to realize that. And they can't complain. Don't complain to me. But don't watch this only specific content. Yeah. You know, don't watch stuff that's only gonna validate you, make you feel good, or or like, yes, that public girl in school now is finally, you know, reaping what she sow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, you have to take control of your life. That's the beauty of being a man. Yeah. Yes. You can control and yes. change your reality. Yes. Yes. As yes. a woman, yeah, you get a lot of things handed to you or whatever. But they have a finite amount of time to do it. And then on top of that, what people don't know is that with women, they deal with problems too. Yeah. When you're attractive, people don't take you seriously. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's trying to smash you. You know what I'm saying? It, and a lot of girls, you know, I'm not going to sit here and like give women sympathy or whatever because they're able to like, a lot of girls are able to finesse it in their favor, which, hey, kudos to you ladies. But as a man and you know what you're doing and you have this awareness in your higher status, balls in your court, man, and you can change your reality. 100%. Love it, yep. So last... <laughs> we'll wrap it up. Yes. I want to talk about my one of my major disagreements with the red pill philosophy. Sure. Let's, let's do it. Let's go. Oh, oh my God. God. Let's get it. We might, <laughs> might not agree. I mean, who Yeah. We don't. Yeah. So one of my major my major beefs is is the I don't want to use this word. Because I don't want to use this word. Is the is the messages about marriage. Oh, uh-huh, okay. 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 And the reason why I want to talk about this is this. 
Yo, what's up, everybody? I hope you guys are enjoying this amazing episode with Fresh and Fit. But hey, guys, this last segment, I know it's extremely amazing segment, is going to be on Patreon. Yes, this last segment is going to be on Patreon. So go to Patreon right now, www.patreon.com slash the roommate to be able to see this last segment where Chris and I and Fresh and Fit have a great debate about whether men today should get married. It's a, a fantastic conversation. Patreon not only has the exclusive last segment that you guys are going to watch we have so many free courses such as the fitness course the finance course the identity course the character course we have this networking sheet where men can connect with one another from all across the country you need to be on patreon today so go to patreon.com slash the roommate the link is in the description below you will not regret it so i look forward to seeing you guys on patreon where we get to debate whether men today should get married look forward to seeing you guys there